theme song. Oh, it's tardy to you the party. You know the lyrics to the theme song from Little Women. Hey, everybody, oh. we're Little Women. If you're wearing headphones, I apologize. Hey. It's tardy to the party where Bill Mudrin and I, Daniel, fill our holes of pop culture Daniel with stuff we've yes, never he... seen around. Yeah. And I would have never seen this movie had it been up in for Bill. Bill! Why? I, why, yeah. why do you love Little Women? I love it. It's self-explanatory. It's so plain as to commend its ascent into the hearts of all people. It's Little Women. Did you not see the film? You should know. If I had if seen the film, we wouldn't <laughs> be standing here talking about it. If you seen the film, you would be at the end going, I could see why. How could anyone not love this film with a meaty burp? And then that's, <laughs> that's the end of the night. You're like... Yeah, it's Little Women. How do you not like Little Women? I didn't say I didn't like Little Women. Okay, so it was very specifically we're talking about... I'm the... asking you why you love it. I have no idea why. <laughs> I cannot fathom. <laughs> How could you not love it? It's amazing. Why do you love it? I don't know. You, your enjoyment of this film is so dependent on whether or not you drink that fucking Kool-Aid of Little Women that my history of Little Women, I never read, 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 read the book as a kid or anything like that. I happened to see this on like cable like right after it came out because I, it's Little Women. It didn't like wasn't a huge gangbuster, so it went like straight to HBO. What? And I was thinking it's just a handsomely produced film. Even the story and everything aside, I love the score, the set design, the costumes are great. Mm. Um, I think one of the things it's actually it's a quote unquote girl movie that doesn't actually like it's not condescending to kids or girls or anything like that. It's actually the characters have a little bit of grit to them. It's not just like. Oh, little women, we're little women. Isn't God great? I mean, there's some of that in the movie, but it's got some, it's kind of got, it's well-rounded. It's more well-rounded than you would expect, at least from my perspective when I first saw this. Mm -hmm. And as a result of watching it right after it came out, I've seen it like every Christmas for the last 20 years, which means I've seen it more than 20. So it's just become absorbed into my bloodstream in terms of like Christmas entertainment. I mm -hmm. watch it every, yeah, it's just, yeah, I, don't, I, can't, I can't explain why. I just really dig this movie. The cast is great. Oh, uh, maybe not the entire cast. Uh, fucking Susan Sarandon can't stop taking her clothes off in this movie. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, she got well. so used to it. Actually, it's funny because just in the last uh, couple of years, I've just watched Rocky Horror for the first time. Yeah. And actually watching that and jumping back to the Little Women, I'm like, oh, this is a little saucier than I remember. <laughs> is it though? But yeah, we're talking about this is the uh, the this is the Little Women with Winona Ryder. That's yeah. the what that's the, the only one that people know of. Oh, until recently, I've seen more people be like, oh, if you love this, you got to see the Catherine Hepburn one, mm. which that. We're trying to figure out if that might be not only a future Tardy of the Party episode, but maybe the next Tardy of the Party no. episode. Back to back, Little Women. Which found me fucking hilarious, but it turns out the 1993 version's even longer than this version, mm. which that's kind of a, I don't know, it seems a little daunting, but yeah. we'll see. Um, so, yeah. I don't really have a history with Little Women, shockingly. Other than, it's just a kind which of... Which actually is surprising, because I have four sisters. But Oh, so you're like Laurie. What? You're like Laurie. You're like Christian sisters? Bale. No, what you're like you you had oh, you got to hang out with four. Your four sisters is wacky and as fun as the Marx sisters. I don't want my sisters if that's the case. This is true. Laurie's got sisters. fucking issues. God, <laughs> fucking Laurie. That's this movie. This story. This the book has issues where it's like, well, Laurie, what are you doing? No, fucking uh, stop it. The opening credits of this movie did prove 
that I knew nothing about the cast <laughs> aside from Winona Ryder's. Yeah, it. well, that's what everyone says. It's the one with Winona Ryder. Yeah. yeah, it's either that or Catherine Hepburn. No one else knows anything about either film. But yeah, mm-hmm. so w- were you shocked and horrified when you saw the credits roll up and you're like, oh, Baron Munchausen, <laughs> yeah. Batman, Batman, Batman. It's got Princess Daisy from the Super Mario movie. Yeah, I was really confounded when. Batman was all, marry me! And I was like, oh! <laughs> Throws her against a tree and spikes her to the ground yeah. like a football, yeah. Uh, um, Christian Bale, or and then fucking Tom Hardy shows up. No, you must marry no, me! My least favorite impression, quote-unquote, anybody ever Because it sounds does. like Jimmy Stewart. It was like, come on, people, can we just let the Bane and Borat impressions die, please? At least the Borat ones are kind of like just falling by the wayside by a natural, but... People still say, my wife! <laughs> And I want to punch him every time they do. Well, that's what Laurie says when he comes back from Europe with Amy. <laughs> yeah, my wife. <laughs> and when I was, I was like, oh, she's very good. Oh. Okay, so this is where we start. That it's- fucking music score. Let's start the fucking engines. <laughs> this is gonna be. This. Oh, could you, could you not? This is gonna be. Just even the. This, this yeah. is gonna be you getting super excited at shit. And you just getting. And, and me trying to. Tamp, suffer through tamp it tamp that excitement down but be like oh okay cool, cool to your be jets, fair girl. to be fair cool jets the end and opening credits are kind of like some of the highlights of the film for me so <laughs> at least once we get in the main story i'm gonna calm down a little the bit the beginning to end <laughs> a perfect middle part could do without eh, i don't know i don't know what that happened i just don't pay attention i'm just here for the fucking the loop-de-loops behind the titles of the little women it's winter and shit it's xmas time yo <laughs> fucking christmas old time shit black people got no rights winter is cold and her sisters are poor yeah it's the march family but i love it i had the dusky blue scenery and it just looks so beautiful and it's wonderful. the cinematography's all right yeah, yeah. it looks pretty yeah, yeah. Win- it's hard to make winter time look ugly yeah, you are definitely not from the the from the Midwest. Well, then. I'm talking. I'm not talking cinematically. I'm talk, yeah. not talking about like dirty, muddy snow on the side <laughs> of the pissing road. Pissing in the snow. I'm uh, talking about like in forests and shit. Okay, my, my first real serious note. Uh, you got to appreciate the fact that this movie was written, produced, and directed by women, and pretty much exists only because Winona Ryder pushed it through with Beetlejuice director or uh, producer Denise DeNovi. Which, just even as an artifact, it's one of the few films in history that's pretty much everybody in charge of the film was a lady. <laughs> just throwing that out there, so. Uh, but yeah, it's Christmas time, it's like fucking 1861. I think it's like, I think it's the first year of the Civil War, and their dad is gone, so it's all these ladies in this yeah. family, the March family. Boston. During, it's Concord, Massachusetts. Yeah. Um, Lousy schmarch weather. It's... <laughs> Which that's that's applicable in a couple different ways. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's 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 the March family. They're celebrating and, and Christmas Eve. Marmy is home. Apparently, their mom they call Marmy. Yeah, I Was guess that it's just a, a bash, back then. It's just a bastardization of mommy. Just got turned into Marmy. Or she's like, you're you don't call me mom. That's it's that's... fucking mom. It's M O M. How do you fuck this up? <laughs> oh my god, my daughters are all fucking idiots here. They got a letter from father. 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 Where's father? One of the things that did crack me up in this movie where everyone's got, like, because it's old-timey, everyone's got, like, kind of slightly English, like, hello, it's father. Yeah. Did father write us this year? Yeah. Um, His battalion's encamped on the Potomac. December's cold for us so far from home. I think of my girls day and night. I don't know, whatever. I just copy and paste it from the script on the site. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Potomac. Whatever. 
never thought to call it the Potomac. <laughs> I, I would love to take another field trip because I've been to Washington a bunch of times. I would love to show up and just be like, oh, look, the beauty of the Potomac. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, which is funny because I'm sure I'm sure plenty of people actually called it the Potomac, not even realizing. Yeah, anyway. it's like seen seen Kern all the entire life. <laughs> colonial, and tried, yeah, colonial. Oh yeah. Anyway, uh, oh but he God. find comfort in their affection. He pray for their yeah, own you hardship. You're now, now, Jesus, yeah. and not to be too great. Give them all my dear love and a kiss. Uh, blah blah blah. See, I'm usually passed out because I'm still getting over the music and all the Christmasiness of this. <laughs> you just sleep through I'm half just, of the movie, and then you I, wake all up all and you're like, "Blood's gonna rap this to my boner," and I'm just like passed out on the floor, just because I'm so excited about this uh, film starting. One yeah. of the girls is like, "Oh, father," and Kristen <laughs> oh. Dunst is like, "I'm a selfish girl." It's like, I'm well, a horrible creature. Okay, well, why are you selfish? Don't explain no, it. No, that okay. is like their her character trait is just she's just selfish. That really is her Amy's whole thing. Yeah, man, Kirsten Dunst, the queen of plain snotty brats in the nineties. That was her year because this is the year she did interview the vampire and this and that she was the snotty blonde girl. Yeah, she was great. I mean, this is her breakout year. This is how she got famous. I'm surprised this? she didn't play the Girl Scout in Adam's Family. Uh, that's a good point. You know, Christina Ricci tried out for she tried out for Amy. She tried out for the same role that she did too, which kind of cracks me hmm. up. This is also Claire Danes' first movie too. Which, it's not like, she's more known for, uh... She's known for, you're, you look at her and you're like, oh, it's Juliet. Wait, uh, I've never seen that. Oh, you don't need to. Romeo and Juliet for next yeah. for next episode, no. maybe? Okay. No. Oh, man, I can imagine us talking for two hours about Shakespeare. Yeah. What dost thou think of of, of It would be, you'd be like, what happened? And I'd be <laughs> what like, happened? okay, well, they they say sword, but they 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 have guns because the brand of gun is brand, a sword. I did see there's a shootout at a gas station <laughs> where like unsheath your sword and like pull out and John Leguizamo almost got like it says like sword right on crayon yeah. on the side of the gun and I was like oh my god yeah uh but yeah that is a 90s ass 90s movie um so uh it's Christmas Eve time to sing carols in our old timey underwear. <laughs> <laughs> they kind of there's no plot here it's just like they light setting, some candles and go upstairs they're just setting up the fact that dad's gone they're poor and they're girls and they love each and other set and up the, the Winona Ryder likes to write with a stupid hat on oh she um, got she got a silly writer hat on is yeah that, so I, and I, a big I ass clear, is that her writer's hat or is that her sleepy time hat I think it's kind of becomes both because later on she's also still writing she's got that same hat on when she's writing she gotta keep her brains warm. It's fucking Concord, Massachusetts, mm. in like 1492. Yeah, oh, that's what snowy. I was gonna say earlier. So, uh, <laughs> you bitched at me. Oh no! <clears throat> oh, you're striking because... back at me now. No, 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 I see. no. You bitched at me because I was like, "Here, you might like this Regency software game. It's like set in this time of Little Women or whatever." And you're like, "This is nothing like Little Women. That's a completely different." It was a great blah, game blah, though. Blah. Yeah, Regency. Yeah, yeah Solitaire but, on Steam. But, yeah. It's the exact same plot of Little Women. Poor people want to get married and fucking rich people. It is, but you thought it was English. This is very Americana. This is super hardcore, Amer but it is kind of like, hello, but it's, it's, you can't get when upset. When was Regency era England anyway? You can't get upset at me for thinking this this game was the same type of thing as Little Women where they're basically the same I'm thing. I'm going to look this up just to see when the fuck the Regency era shit fucking... I'm sure it was like a hundred years earlier or some garbage. Oh, wait, that doesn't... You Wikipedia, you're not helping me. Uh, So everybody's super excited because they got sausage oh, that and was, butter. It was... Uh, Regency era in England is a little bit before this, but yeah. you're, you're not wrong. Yeah, we kind of inherited But that. you were like, how dare you <laughs> insult my little <laughs> women, sir? <laughs> All the women do have big butt hoop skirts, which yeah. is pretty much the same thing, but yeah. Uh, but 
they got sausage and butter, and everybody's like, "Fuck yeah, sausages!" But uh, yeah, I guess Beth this is, is like, I guess Beth, they've been poor for long enough. Everyone's freaking out by the yeah. fact that they have sausages and oranges. Beth yeah. is like, "Oh, if what?" Well, everybody's like, "What do you wish for this Christmas?" And Beth is like, "Oh, I wish we could give our bread to those who have less than us." And they're like, "Motherfucker, now we got to give I our, do look at our bread, <laughs> our bread that looks like a deflated asshole." <laughs> that bread did not look good. I mean, I know it's fucking. Fucking thirteen twenty, but it it's like, like a saggy ass, man. It looks like fucking boss hogs deflated asshole that they're about to eat, and this it's so gross looking. But now they gotta take the bread and the butter because they got no bread. Well, for they their take the butthole now. bread too. That's what they get voiced yeah, off to the family. fucking homeless. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which uh, they don't know yet, but they've already sealed uh, Claire Danes' doom yeah. by even suggesting that they give to the poor. And then Batman and Baron Muchhausen. <laughs> Hanging out next door, which is not quite the funny, fantastic ass scene you think that would be. They're hanging out next door, commenting on how the March family used to be rich and established. Beautiful, uh, it establishes Christian Bale as a love interest. Yeah, and then they go wassailing. Wassailing, and then I. This is funny because if you really pay attention, this is supposed to be the dead of winter, but it's obviously like fucking like summertime because it's like the trees all have their leaves they're just spray painted with fucking fake snow on it. yeah there's a point where like um, later in the movie where Renona Ryder opens a mailbox with snow on top of it and the snow just doesn't it's move it's just plastic it's molded just snow it's there, like fucking yeah. frosting on top um man I do love the the, the set again set design I love Orchard House this is based off a real place that Louise Malaka she lived at when she was a kid mm-hmm. uh, I just love the exterior of the house and even though ever it's obviously su- summertime when they're filming all this stuff just to, like the way the, the snow is like art directed looks great and everything like that it just looks great I just love the Halloween but yeah they're, they're, they're singing uh, carols and screaming and running around yeah yeah well, actually one of, one of my favorite things is like when they're singing the Wassling song I think Amy's traveling behind and she's like scream singing her song mm-hmm. which is that's something that kids actually do in real life again just totally that's kind of like feels like a real thing i think, I think people listening to should start a drinking game where every time <laughs> you say one of my favorite things oh you should see my fucking notes because it's like i love this part and this part's even better oh my god and like my last note is just me just screaming it just ee! yeah anyway uh, and um, then that's uh it grows on you well, if you've seen this film a thousand times yeah <laughs> It's called Stockholm Syndrome, Bill. It really is. No, help me, Dan. Actually, you need to break me up this and get me out of here. I'll try. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Later that night, uh, Christian Batman's looking at Joe <laughs> as her and her sisters act some shit out in their attic. Oh, the days when people were entertained by anything. Oh, really? This is like, they just got some silly hats and they're like, hello. Yeah, they're pretending... Prince- Pretending oh. to be press people, putting out a newspaper. Yeah. This is the Pickwick portfolio, which I guess is something Louise Mel Alcott and her sisters did in real life, where they created their own little in-house magazine mm. newspaper for themselves. It was weird, though, because the the headline of the paper was Extra Extra Rod Smells. <laughs> <laughs> I like you. you. You make the good jokes that I like. <laughs> Oh, God, what episode was that? I can't remember, but I remember, which is funny. Is I just your watched... source on this reliable? <laughs> I'm sorry if I got my Todd and is Rod mixed up. Is that when the Bart and Lisa are adopted by the Flanders because... Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, yeah, because, like, fucking Lisa shows up with, like, gum in her hair. Or, yeah. Like, 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 wearing a potato sack. Anyway, yeah. Uh, so. Anyway. <clears throat> so they start straight peeping on Christian Bale. Oh, yeah, they're peeping back. There's a lot of peeping yeah. at the beginning of this movie. And they're like, does he have a noble brow? If I was a boy, I would like to look like him. 
the dialogue in this is some fucking dialogue. They, I mean, they're taking dialogue directly yeah. from the books. And Louisa Mel Alcott wrote this book, like, overnight. And so like, it's going to be a little ropey. It's not uh, like, oh, father, hello, my love, A lot please. of the time, I just wanted to get through it. Uh, so I didn't go back and re-listen to shit. <laughs> so but a lot of the times, there's part, big parts a lot of times, Joe will just be like, words, and I'm like, I have no idea what just happened. I still understand what's happening, but I guess that wasn't important. Thankfully, she just the said plot of this movie is not very complicated, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, they're getting ready to go out the next day. Uh, and then Joe just fucking burns the hair off Meg. Uh, Meg's the oldest, right? Yeah, Meg's the oldest one, Probably. yeah. Trini Alvarado. Uh, I just love that name. So it goes Beth, Joe? Or, oh, you, or oh, no, you mean age-wise? Beth, Me- I think it's Meg, Meg, Meg Joe, Joe, Beth, Beth, Amy. Okay. Yeah. Not that it matters. But, but it, uh, there's a little bit of a pecking order in, yeah. the, in the film, yeah. Uh, Meg's definitely the oldest, though, yeah. She's, yeah. she's, well, I mean, she's supposed to be, like, she's, she's invited to this ball. <laughs> Meg, her character is horny. That's <laughs> her, her character trait. Her character is trait. horny and repressed, because she's both <laughs> wants to fuck uh, Pulp Fiction, but is also horrified at the thought of Pulp Fiction. He's like, hey, he was in Pulp Fiction. Yeah, he's the he's the guy. He's the, the fucking he's selling the fucking heroin to John uh, uh, Leguizamo or what is his name? What else, what do you know Eric Stoltz from? Deleted Mask. Back to the Future. A mask. <laughs> we just call him Mask then. If and not Pulp Fiction. Uh, the the actually that's the, the gender swapped uh, uh, pretty in pink. Some kind of wonderful. No, not some kind of wonderful. What's the one where like his best friends the dr- punk drummer chick? That's Eric Stoltz, right? Is that right? some kind of wonderful? Is it some kind of wonderful? Yeah, because she's the she's got the drums, she's yeah. got the glow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because that's also got Leah Thompson. Yeah, man, eighties were a blur. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I know. Yeah. Eric Stoltz. My sister's like that movie. He's so. slumming it in this film. He's he... Pulp Fiction. He's winning for his Pulp Fiction check to roll. In. He went from a, a cheap independent movie to Little Women. Slumming yeah. it. They fucking, yeah. Oh, you could, man, they filmed this movie in everyone's backyards. Everyone's, it's, 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 it's uh, a mess. So he, she, Winona Ryder, Joe, burns off Meg's hair. And instead of being like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. He's like, oh, you asshole, you shouldn't have asked me to do it. Yeah. Like, pass the blame immediately. Well, that's how Typical like sisters, younger sibling. That's one of the things I like instead of, like, I, like that's kind of like how kids, like, actually act siblings. You know, mm. again, I, this in the movie is not a documentary. It's not super realistic, but, you know. It, whoa, 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 whoa. I don't know. This isn't a documentary. I was wondering how they filmed it so good. <laughs> it was... Huh. They, well, filmed, then... they kidnapped a bunch of young actresses, then why fed was, them LSD, why was and Morgan... sent them to a fucking reenactment camp. Why was Morgan Freeman doing the voiceover? That's true. Me and my sisters. Because <laughs> there is a couple bits of voiceover. Then, That'd be great to go back I, and just put that I in. I burned off Meg's hair. Meg, had, Meg did not care for the way I did torture By then, we put a bow on her head and everything was A-OK. Is that what they do in the movie? Yeah. Yeah. They just put a bow on her. Oh. Amy's like, oh, I'll just put a bow on it. And that happens. So I guess it's a Christmas dance or something that everyone's going to. Yeah. yeah. Um, they can cover her with a bow. <laughs> My nose is, man, they can maybe cover her bald head spot with a bow. I don't know. High stakes shit. <laughs> Well, that, that's the kind of tone, tone of the movie where it's like, what are we going to do with this fucking bald uh, patch on this lady's head? Yeah. That's like the high stakes of this film's rolling in. Um, where, did, where does way... I would like the war to end so father can kind of come home. Way to waste a Christmas wish on trying to show everybody up, Beth. When the hell did 
did that happen? That, that must have happened back when they were making Christmas wishes. Must have been the night before when they're lighting candles and shit and sucking each yeah. other off in, in the Well, dark. no, they all make the Christmas wishes in the morning. Is that what it is? When Beth's like, I wish we could take the bread to the poor. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. and then Beth's being all fucking like, I, w- I wish for a whole global peace. And everyone's like, oh, fucking Christ, Beth. Yeah, <laughs> great. Yeah, you're the holy one. Great. Okay, but yeah, then there's a party. Yeah, there's a party and some ginger sees Joe and is like, ho, ho, and starts chasing her. But she runs away. Does that happen? I didn't yeah. notice that. Okay, yeah. She, that's why she... I've never seen this movie She's, before. like, sneaking around and runs into Christian Bale. Oh, yeah, because Christian Bale's kind of... He's, he's, he's hiding, too. He's, he, he's hiding in a closet, essentially, and she's, yeah. she runs in the closet. I always do love how frazzled Christian Bale is when she runs into him. He's just all, like... He doesn't know what he's doing with his hands, and he's all just like, Meh. Can't touch a woman! <laughs> no! Uh... So the court of Alicism cannot touch the female flesh until I have slain my enemies, <laughs> yeah. says Christian Bale. Uh, so her and Bale talk about stuff. They kind of flirt a little and bit and share pudding. Not even actually uh, flirt, but they're just they just become friends all of a sudden. Yeah, like, you find out he speaks French, which whatever. Yeah, his uh, he, he's yeah he's from Europe. His mom was Italian and his, stuff like his that. His grandpa's making him be a tutor. Yeah, no, or, he, no, making him tutor. Yeah, like, you be, find out Eric Stoltz is his tutor, his, yeah, making yeah. him get tutored. But yeah, um, and he never and, shows up and, again in the rest of the film. Laurie just kind of yeah, you know. and and Joe might be going to Europe, provided her aunt sends her. God, uh, and then there's a bunch of old people dancing in the ballroom, mm-hmm. uh, and the ginger steps on Meg's foot, spraining her ankle, while Joe and Lori Are prance flirting. about. Oh yeah, the, the ha- home, laughing it up. Oh, that's right. And then Lori offers Meg the use of his carriage. Yeah. So they don't. Th- I guess they would have had to just walked home. It's fucking, fucking eleven twenty eight. It's not like they had fucking cars. Yeah. So, so Lori takes them home in his carriage. Mm-hmm. And Amy's wearing a clothespin on her nose. This is something from the book that's does not really explain in the movie. In the book, she's really worried that her nose is weird shaped, so she's constantly wearing no like trying to reshape her nose. In fact, actually, when they come back, she's asking about the shape of like Bell Gardner's nose, the lady who that's coming out ball is being held for, okay. because she's so worried about like she's she's selfish and facetious. She's mm-hmm. that's so yeah, she's really hung up on looks. So yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. But and but she makes a fuss over them being brought home by a boy. Yeah. And Winona's writer Joe's like, I hope we can be great friends with a boy. He's not a boy. He's Laurie. Which I do like that. That's the straight that, to the friend zone. That, I mean, that's the sums up the relationship. As someone who's been Laurie to a lot of girls in his life, I can totally appreciate. It. Well, that's what happens. You're, yeah, you're, you're, you're not, yeah, you're not, you're not really romantic interest. You're just the guy hanging out with the girls. Yeah. So yeah, which I love. That's 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 what happens. So in real later, life. Laurie's playing in the snow with all the girls while his very prim and proper tutor Eric Stoltz. Uh, John. With his little glasses. Is, is, and is talking to the, the mother and... Was it Meg? I don't know. Oh, yeah, I think it's Mother Meg, and, yeah. And, and, um... Oh, he's, he's talking about he's how he's taking it in the back. Oh, she used the word corset. Oh my goodness! Well, all the blood has left my head well, and a- gone to my little Johnson. He's apologizing for Lori for being all goofy, and he's like, "Well, hopefully your your daughters will be a calming influence on 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 Lori." And and the mom's like, "What the fuck are you talking about? We ain't calming. We got a knit. These courses are <laughs> bullshit." And she throws a punch at him, and the Meg has to drag her away, and he gets fucking man. And I know she's screaming, "Fuck the patriarchy!" And she's, I was like, "She pulls out a pistol, and just fires it blindly." It gets man. Yeah, it it's... got dark fast. Uh, so they walk into school or something. Amy got no limes. 
See, all this school all about limes. Oh yeah. Oh so so yeah. So and the she one... drops her mini chalkboard in a pu- the puddle, which does, has nothing to do with anything. No, it's just yeah. I think it's a bigger thing in the books that she accidentally wipes her slate. Uh, there was a, a moment where uh, right before Amy is begging for money to buy limes. Yeah. I don't know why, how or why. Again, this shows how fucking fucked up things are in fucking 800 <laughs> AD. That like the limes. only education, the only fun thing you do at school is collect fucking fruit. Yeah. Uh, but right before Amy starts freaking out about this, there's the funny thing where uh, Joe drops off Be- uh, Meg, because I guess Meg is tutoring some rich kids at, at some kind of mansion, mm. and uh, the kids are waiting for Meg to come in, and they're like, how did I sc- describe it? They're fart-mouthing against the windows of their house. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and, like, when Otter Ryder, she kind of, like, goes, mm, she draws back, makes this weird face, and says, lovely children, which I just thought that was fucking hilarious. And there's nothing from the book, but just, like, a little bit of action like that. But, yeah, Amy's wound up. She wants to get limes to for school. And so she begs Meg, Meg for, like, a wash money. fucking quarter. Which, back then. That's, like, $200. That's all the money the Blues Brothers needed to save the orphanage. <laughs> Yeah. Like, a quarter for limes? How A lime couldn't have been more than a penny. Yeah, no, back limes then. Limes are like a a, a dime now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did exactly that. <laughs> yeah, so that must have been like giving her like a $25 bill, yeah. essentially, to buy some limes. Go buy in a day. bag of limes. But, yeah. Uh, but then Joe's reading a story to, I guess, her aunt. I just call it dipshit grandma. Yeah, whatever. Just, it's her aunt, right? Her aunt, I think that's what it is. Auntie yeah. Marchie or I, Auntie Is March? that supposed to be fucking... What's her face's sister? Can't be. Must be because her dad's kind of. It'd be old. the father's sister. Yeah, because, because his dad's older. Because it's March. Oh yeah, that's father. a good point. Yeah, but uh, just starts sneaking into the good books after dipshit grandma's fallen asleep. Yeah. I Even though aunt it's March. aunt. Aunt March. I, you're the one that's seen this movie twenty times. I just she just shows up. And my fucking my fucking vision goes red and the fucking <laughs> kill belt alarm goes off whenever she shows yeah. up. Joe looks fucking outside hate aunt March. and sees Anne crying against the fence. She goes yeah. out there, finds out her teacher smacked her across the hands. Just the fuck so she's fucking worked up with a fucking fruit. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? It's limes. Uh, Get a fucking Game Boy. Yeah, but okay, they're yeah. at home tending to her wound. And Mr. Davis said teaching a woman is as useful as, stri- as teaching a cat. And uh. Marmy literally turns into Dave Chappelle, pulls out a <laughs> shotgun, just starts shooting at everybody. She's so enraged. There's a lot of like her using gunplay in this movie. <laughs> Unexpected. If only back in the day, but yeah. But she- Oh, no violence for her. She's going to write a letter! This is, this is the most action that happens in this film. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Davis, what right do you have to strike a child in God's eyes? We are all children. If you hit and humiliate a child, the only lesson she will learn is to be hit and humiliated. And then she pulls her out of school. I'm like, oh, that letter sure will teach Mr. Davis. He's got, He'll he... probably change his ways getting a letter from a, a, a lady that he obviously hates. Yeah, he's still going to be drawing the same paycheck. Now he has gender. one less student to worry about. Yeah. yeah. Especially, and, especially since he hates women so much. Obviously, he's going to be like, oh, I lost another another woman in my class. Well, you know, fucking Gamer Gators teaching at fucking school, essentially. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so she draws uh, Amy out of school. And yeah. has, now Joe's going to have to teach Amy. Yeah. Uh, which, damn, man, that sucks for Joe. Because Joe's already got enough shit on her plate when having a fucking teacher dipshit mm-hmm. sister. But, yeah, and there's so. a scene of... Beth and Joe talking up cha- stairs. Joe talking about how she loves blood and gore. She want to be in the war like her daddy. Is this one of the 
they're carrying around a basket. Maybe this is later, but like I like how this this is the kind of movie where the little women will be just walking around randomly carrying a basket of kittens for no reason. Well, the kittens are to show the passage of time. Yeah, that's true too. But it's just funny that like oh, it's a good, 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 as people do just walk around with baskets of kittens while I'm talking constantly about... walking around with baskets of kittens. <sighs> what are they gonna eat those kittens anyway? But yeah, so they're talking about how oh she's talking about yeah she just likes bloodshed and violence and writing and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, she could never be as cool and as smart and as collected <laughs> uh, as Marmy. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Uh, yeah. Lori's like, hey, come over here, and Stoltz is like, motherfucker, you don't yell, the ladies, dead ladies. I am sorry for my student. <laughs> I feel like it's it's the joke is that he's yelling even louder than Laurie was yeah. for just to apologize. Don't yell at ladies like cattle. Yeah. And then, oh, yeah, then this is when they're rocking yeah. around the basket full of kittens. And yeah. Then, then the girls are back upstairs acting, and this is the most homeschooled <laughs> shit I ever <laughs> done is seen in a movie. This Autism Central. This really is like fucking. The, actually, this really is kind of homeschooled kid. The movie. I mean, they're, they're well, literally yeah. being homeschooled. But uh, they also dressed a goddamn cat as a countess for their fucking attic play. It's a cat with a little body on fucking cracks me up every fucking time. Um, also, you got to give Laurie props for having the patience to hide all goddamn day in the attic until Joe can unveil him to the gang, uh, and gifting them a pretty bitchin' house shaped mailbox. Yeah. But well, yeah. Joe wants Laurie to join, but the sisters are like, "No, he'll tell all our secrets." But. <laughs> Joe's like, surprise, motherfuckers! I know what's coming! I've been in here the whole time! I love, it wasn't until watching it last night that I realized, because Meg's in the middle, she's putting on socks for, for, I guess, part of her presentation, so she's got her dress, like, (gasps) hiked up to her knee, and then fucking Lori comes out, and she's totally like, holy shit, he's seen my ankle! (laughs) (laughs) That's that that kind of movie! And she's totally mortified, even more than just the fact that she could have been showing off flesh to Lori, and of course Amy's just like, yeah! And Claire Dance is like, I'm already got AIDS. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah. But it's very cute. I love Laurie. He's all being super like, yes. I want to act with you guys. Sharing Maybe your... eventually we'll get into a role playing. Who knows? <laughs> this could lead to something good. It does. He comes out of the box and he's just like, who ready to fuck? <laughs> sisters? Sisters. Oh, uh, sisters. <laughs> so John and Laurie invite Meg and Joe to go to the opera. I do like when he says the sharing of your terrible secrets, though. Uh, I love Laurie. He's a good guy. Laurie's a good dude. Is he? Well, as good as you can expect from, like, a fucking 17-year-old living across the way. But, yeah, anyway. Uh, so, Amy, I don't want to go to the opera. Why don't you ask him for another ticket? I'm a brother, brother, brother. Oh, is this the shit? Okay, yeah. This is the shit. <laughs> uh... <laughs> so. By you mean the entire film. Yeah. <laughs> uh... Meg, Joe, and Lori go to the opera, and then they're walking home afterwards. Uh, and John's trying to put some sweet moves on on Meg. Yeah, but Meg Joe and... clock blocks her like a big old asshole. What does she do? She's remember. just like, we're going inside now. Oh, that's good. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. And Meg is like, dude, what the fuck? Keep saying good night to me. Meg's just juiced up. She's just like, what the <laughs> fuck? I was oh, gonna. We're phrasing. Oh. Um. So, I fucking love Little Women. I fucking love this movie. It's the best. Anyway, yeah. You're a weirdo. I am a fucking psychotic <laughs> son of a bitch. Uh, uh, so, Joe's looking for her manuscripts. Finds out that Amy's a total 
shitlord and threw it in the fireplace. Also, you're a fucking that. asshole. So, uh, so what happened was, so everyone was going off to a play. Amy wanted to go. Yeah, I said that. They said you don't have a ticket, so she stayed home. So she got pissed off, and she for some reason she blames Joe. Well, there's also the whole thing. Isn't this the thing where they're coming back? Uh, when um. And, uh, again, it's gonna be <laughs> Bill's favorite moment. One o two. Uh, when they're even before they find out Amy's like burned the uh the uh, the the manuscript and stuff. When uh Laurie, Joe, Meg, and John are coming back from the play, uh-huh. I love it when um Laurie and Joe are like making fun of uh Beth, Meg, and what's his face, Eric Stoltz. I mean, like, ooh, they're so in love. Let's let's break out our opera glasses and watch them together. See, and Bill- oh, this is what you were talking about. I thought you were talking about when they were going to the play, not when they're coming yeah. back. But I do love when she's like, ooh, yes, let's find out. And she realized they actually are falling in love. That's the cock blocking what you're talking yeah. about. She, like, grabs and pulls them See, in. The thing that well, I'm like, that scene's not important. I'll just not write it down. And then you're like, it's my favorite part. <laughs> That's welcome the part the where they look at them with opera glasses. If it's any credit, we're already like halfway through the film. <laughs> but yeah. But Amy burned her manuscript. This movie is a, is, a, is, a, is a construction of subtle gifts. We have to savor each one. Uh, no, no, okay. No, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, a- Amy's a shit lord. She dumb burned up shit. Yeah. Yeah. And Joe, quite correctly, strangulates her in the middle of the night. <laughs> My note here, gotta give Amy props for being hardcore enough to b- fucking torch Joe's whole fucking book and Joe threatening to choke her ass out or at least call in her contacts with the Russian mob and give her a Sicilian necktie Man, when she's sleeping. My family never, like, did that kind of shit to each other, but I knew kids that, like, did, like, like... I knew a family that, like, the brother was mad at the sister, so he tore up one of her, like, favorite, like, photos that she See, had. See, my sister was, like, and I never got along as kids, so I can appreciate some of this stuff. But we never then, quite burned any yeah, of our like, shit, but, destroying like... destroying your sibling shit just My never sister was slightly psychotic, so she would do so much to this shit. I mean... I she, mean, I would do shit like, oh, this fucking Barbie needs less hair. Whop! Yeah. But that wasn't a but malicious is, thing. Also, burning someone's book that they've been spending, like, years writing yeah. on. That's pretty fucking hardcore. This is hardcore. just malicious. Amy's, oh, this is one of the things in the movie where this is actually is baked into the text of the original book where at least the siblings are kind of assholes to each other it's not just always like oh my precious sister but though that's the next scene when they make up well not the next scene but this like, well, yeah they fight and yeah. then Lori and jill go skating they won't wait for amy she falls in doesn't really almost die she kind of gets wet and she, she goes, gets wet yeah and then Lori and joe come over get her out of the water yeah and yeah. then she walked home and just her bloomers and then she's fine and everybody loves each other again that's what this is it's <laughs> Here's conflict. And just a fucking jerk off. No, here's some conflict. Conflict, not solved, but Which something else happened. They made you forget the conflict. the conflict. That's life. But nothing gets resolved. I know exactly. Yeah. Well, also it doesn't help that like, especially this. Whole it just first took half- a near death experience to make you forgive you for burning my life's work. I mean, also the first half of this movie is super fucking episodic because it's just like little day life life beats of these characters. I do like uh ba 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 uh uh but i understand what they were going for but amy and joe being so fuzzy wuzzy after amy almost drowns was always a touch too much for me because there's so much like oh i love you so much it's a little too saccharine Uh, oh they do like the mention from late uh meg later that the iced pond that the uh amy almost drowned in is uh uh thoreau's walden pond you know the the book walden henry david thoreau wrote about that's the pond she almost it's a thing Okay. He was alive then. It's a thing. He probably, he probably, probably fucking heard the screams and was coming to rescue them right before they showed up. I'm like, mm. oh, okay, just throw that 
there. It's a nice little touch. Out there. It's over the time. Okay, uh-huh. anyway. Uh, and then it's spring. Uh, and they're gonna attend some other fancy bullshit. Yeah, there's another coming out party for Moffat. And you, you get a scene, a, a, an image of an old lady's hand on a cane, signifying that she's an evil bitch. <laughs> because that's how you did it in movies. You that's, get a close up of an old like, lady's hand holding a cane. And you're you like, see those purple Ooh, veins? Sinister. You know shit's fucked up, man. Yeah. Yeah. What does she do? She got a gun. She got a gun too, and her and and fucking Rocky Horror Picture Show just have a duel. <laughs> Shooting at each other mercilessly. No, it's, they both it's, have terrible. It's their, it's their aunt March, and she's just complaining about. Oh, you're, you're not raising your kids right. They, oh, them and them books. I was just like, oh, she's talking about how Joe, Joe's her entire disposition yeah, has she's been thinking, ruined by books. Well, and... she's Annie thinks that that mommy is raising all her kids wrong, <gasps> and Joe has this ruined her mind with. Joe has ruined her minds with video games. I mean TV. I mean movies. She loves those. I mean comic books. I mean books. Because that is every fucking generation. There's a new scapegoat for adults to blame for kids. She's super upset that Amy's really into this hoop and ball game. Oh, I didn't notice that line. Super Mario. Uh... Oh, this is setting up the thing because uh, uh, Joe is asking Marmy where her uh, opera gloves are because Meg has lost one of her opera gloves. Oh, she can't yeah. go out to the thing. Yeah. Uh, we later f- found out that Eric Soltz has been jerking off into that glove that she's missing. I and guess. just dropping the... Uh, you know, it was kind of a race to see which one of us made the masturbating into the glove joke first. He's got the glove. And you beat me to it by circumventing the... <laughs> the entire scene. The, the, when, when that's revealed and just throwing it in... With the setup. Thank you, Bill. I just said, that's the thing. That's the way that everyone's like, well, yeah. Because you said, the glove's also missing. That becomes a thing later. But you had to, you had to beat me to the jerk-off joke. I, I'm, you know, when I get my Hungry Man TV dinner out of the oven, sometimes I go for that little baked brownie first. <laughs> uh, so, Meg goes to a coming-out party. Everybody is a snarky, wicked white girl. There's fucking awful fucking motherfuckers yeah. in this room. But they're going to make her their project and get her a new dress. Yeah, they have views on slavery. Mm-hmm. Oh, because they're, they're making fun of uh, uh, Beth or Meg's dress because she's all dressed. She's got, like, you had it made up so plain. It's and, an afternoon dress or whatever. And all the other girls are talking about how they get their silk and, like, they like to buy all their shit from only from factories where kids or black people are enslaved. Ah, it's all fucked up. It just, you're just showing how how rotten everyone else in this community is, essentially. Mm-hmm. At least all the other teenage girls. Uh, so, yeah, one of them, I guess the who, the lady who this whole party her is for, she says, hey, I'm going to take you out on the town. We're going to get you a new dress. Yeah. Yeah. So, Lori sees Meg at the party. He likes that her titties are all out. And then she's drinking booze. It's great because she's drinking booze, and you see Laura's penis just go <laughs> right behind a curtain, right behind her. Mm-hmm. No, he's actually. I think he's beyond his jurisdiction here because he dresses down Meg because she's showing some titty cleavage. First time she ever got to show off. To be fair, she's showing off titty cleavage. She's got the attention of half a dozen dudes, all of whom seem to be rich. Seems things seem to be going her way. I'm not saying also this t- is ultimately a good thing. Also, wasn't titty cleavage kind of a thing back then? Yeah, a little bit. And That's like, the whole point of corsets? Yeah! Get you thin, and get them mashed I, up? I don't feel, I don't blame Meg for wanting to get diced up. Someone offered to get her dressing and like, you know, she's drinking, she's having a good time. Lori has to show up and be like, bitch, you gotta be fucking, you gotta <laughs> take you back to the farm. Like, Lord, man, you're beyond, yeah. I know you're like down. 10 years older than me, but shame on you. Yeah, and then he licks the cleavage too, and he just starts <laughs> motorboating her. It's gets, this whole scene gets really fucking whacked out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. But uh, then they're at home. 
That's well, he does one. apologize. Yeah, he apologizes. There's a nice little scene where they do like the she she's wiping the makeup off and he apologizes for freaking out. And I do like uh, then you hear uh, there's a couple of passerbys walking past and they're like, "Have you seen how the the, the March girl is going after the 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 Lori kid?" And they're just kind of laughing because of course Meg's not trying to fuck uh, Lori or anything like that. But yeah, they get home. Yeah, actually, he just looks at her and goes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. He does. He does the like okay the finger through the okay uh, yeah. hole going. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, and then they get home, and the mom says basically, "Hey, there's more to life than just looks." That's kind of it. It's a good thing they hired nothing but attractive people to be in this movie, and also no black people. This is really fun. I could have sworn in the original book that. Th- this is the other thing. This family's supposed to be poor. They got a fucking maid. How poor they can you fucking be? Well, I can I, see I the cons- maid sticking around because she likes the family Suppose, so much. That's actually, kind of that's what, part of I the book. I figured that's what it was. I could have sworn in the original book it's a black maid, too, which it's a little bit like... It seems like they kind of whitewashed... I think it's a black lady in the book. Mm. Uh, which Because like, there's all this stuff about you know, the shadow of the Civil War and talking about blacks and rights and stuff like that. The fact there's not a single fucking black person in this whole movie is really weird. Uh, but... Well, they'd ruin their perfectly white snow. I know. If there's one thing this movie is, is fucking perfectly white in all the worst. <laughs> like, not necessarily yeah. in a great way, though. But, uh, yeah, this is kind of the heart of the movie right here, philosophically. Because it's Marmy just telling Meg and Beth about how, yeah, like, don't, do- don't, 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 don't worry. About- I, I do like Meg does admit that, like, I had a good time. They, they made me look a fashion plate. I liked being uh, praised. Yeah. And floundered over, and she, and even Marvy says that's fine, but just don't think that that that's your whole role in life. You shouldn't let that define you. And and it's great because I love how she's also doing Joe's hair as Joe's like holding onto this bench post, and like it's just it's a cute little scene. I like it. It's it's the yeah the heart of the film. <laughs> I'm just saying <laughs> every film. scene is gonna be no, but this really is, even though it's a very tiny film, because it's bookended by something else that happens later. But like it, it's 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 yeah. The whole this is the linchpin thing of the whole movie. This is essentially a movie coming and yeah. coming out and saying, "Hey, this is what this movie's about." Yeah. Not looks. And then yeah. Joe and Lori are hanging out the next day, and, <laughs> and Joe's like, "Hey, you gonna go off to college and become smarter than me and learn stuff that I don't know?" And I'll go hate it. And he's like, "I already know stuff you don't know. That glove that went missing. John's been masturbating furiously into it every day." He's down to the pinky. All the other finger holes are filled up. Like you tap that glove, it goes. It goes tap. Because <laughs> it's just like it's like scum icicles in there. Ugh. It's disgust. In fact, actually, he's like, you know what? John has made a perfectly cast <laughs> copy of Meg's hand. I like, I like that one of the filthiest jokes we've ever made is to the film Little Women. <laughs> what else are you gonna do? What do you- <laughs> we don't got a lot of move room to move around in here, but yeah. Uh, um, what had you don't think Meg, even in real life, for a moment wasn't like okay? What what was he doing with that glove? Yeah, yeah come on, man. Well, I don't know. This is the era when people would give. I gave you a locket with a piece of my hair in That's it. That's true, too, yeah. Like, okay, what am I going to do with this? It's your hair. Maybe Eric Stoltz has been running around just slapping people in the face and, like, declaring duels with their glove. And here comes some drama, because Joe's going to tell Meg that, that John stole his glove. Oh, wait! Nope, no drama, because Daddy's been injured. Oh, that's true, too. Uh... Favorite moment number eight hundred forty-two. <laughs> I do like the way when uh, uh, Christian Bale's like, 
has Meg lost a glove? And he, like, wraps his fingers around a book and, like, taps his fingers against the book. I just thought, he looks cute. It's funny. <laughs> we're never going to get through well, this movie. I know. Well, also, again. <laughs> if you're talking about finger tapping. Well, um, actually. Uh, what are we talking about? Uh, yeah. Oh, so. Uh, wait, what happens next? Daddy got injured. Oh, daddy. Fuck daddy. Mommy did. Yeah, I know. Too many times. <laughs> Uh, but oh yeah, dad's uh, injured, so she. That, so this is why she disappears for the next to, half yeah, hour. Mom's got to go take care of him. Yeah, and John shows up. Oh, I know. Here's oh no, dad has been wounded. He fell into a plot hole. Uh, Just yeah. And then John shows up to escort mo- their mother to Washington. Because oh, that's okay. A lady shouldn't travel alone. Uh, and then uh, Joe comes in, and they're like, "Did you get the money from Auntie?" Oh yeah, because she had to but go. She, she, she yeah. couldn't bear to ask her for the money. So she sold her hair. Hey, this is the only line in the movie that made me laugh legitimately. Oh, Joe, you're one beauty. Amy, you're a bitch. <laughs> Fuck you too. Jeez. It is funny because the Joe picks her up and throws her out a window. I've had enough of your goddamn shit. She got twenty five dollars for her hair too. Man. God. Which actually, thinking back then, that was been like two hundred fifty dollars because the way everyone's like, holy fuck. Yeah. Practically almost buys the house with that much money, um, mm-hmm. but and then favorite and then, moment number one and then the mom says, "Oh, I shall miss my little women." Oh, she did it. She <laughs> said the name of the movie. Actually, did she actually say it? Yeah, I've never noticed that. Okay. Oh wow, they have to. She did okay. it. She said the movie name. <laughs> she did it good. Um, What's your favorite moment, Bill? My favorite moment is the next night, uh, and Beth is consoling Joe at night because she thinks she's crying about their dad getting hey, shot in the are face. Are you thinking about father? My hair. Fuck that. My hair. I like it deflates all the majesty of like. And then they're oh. like, <laughs> oh, dad might die. <laughs> organic you know and it makes this movie could easily become way too like sentimental and gauzy even more than it is that's a nice little deflating thing that feels like a real kind of thing i like that's a great moment and now now it's fall potatoes are being eaten because they got no money (laughs) and beth grabs a potato everyone's just in the yard to eat potatoes with bare hands right out of the dirt Uh, and then beth goes to see a poor family and gives them a potato a baby is crying and a mom is talking some gibberish at her and Beth looks so scared, like she's never seen a baby before in her life, she and she doesn't know what this creature the, is they handed her. The baby! So, <laughs> the fact that there's a fuse, lit fuse coming out of the baby, and it's ticking, but I I, I did see, there's not much IMDb trivia about this movie, but I guess uh, Claire Danes was so overwhelmed in emotion. I figured you'd just be a Little Women trivia machine. There's like, like that you know shit that even the people that worked on the film don't know. Here's trivia about Little Woman. There was a book and they cut out some parts and they made a movie out of it. <laughs> That's what there's. I mean, there's not much to say. They made a movie, mm. you know. Uh, but I guess she was so overwhelmed at like thinking about how fucked up it would be to suddenly be thrust in the situation where like, oh god, this family and their they get their their kids sick and stuff. That on set she started crying and they had to, they actually cut it right in the film <laughs> where you could see her lip going. <laughs> 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 
what? I guess in real life she like broke down like holding the baby just because she got so overwhelmed with what this would be like in emotions. real life. Emotions. Emotions. Oh, but the director, I can't handle it anymore. Although, yeah, fucking, you're going to a house where everyone's sick and dying, and they're like, "Hey, here, hold this sick baby. <laughs> Don't touch the fucking baby." Mm. God damn it, fucking Beth. I yeah, I appreciate but Beth and her. You know, she's trying to help the poor man. Don't know. So, so Joel sold the story. There's happy times, but don't worry, because Beth is sick. So the happy times are now over. I do like the bl- double plot whammy of, oh, you see that her writing career is taking forth. She sold a story. But literally, the, she steps, takes two steps forward and fucking... Scarlet Beth is, Fever. She's sing, uh, Beth is singing Swing Low Sweet Chariot at the piano, <laughs> and she's t- turned into Raul Julia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a scarlet I... fever. What made the baby Jesus come and take the baby away? Which, yeah, Hannah comes up and says, yeah, the baby flew away with little wings. It was fucking crazy. <laughs> uh, uh, but all the other girls have had it except for Amy. She hasn't had scarlet fever. We gotta send so her away. You gotta go away to get Auntie March. And Lori's escort- escorting her in the his carriage, I guess. Oh, man, yeah, Lori, don't and, promise. And she, yeah, don't. I don't want to die. I've never been kissed. I've waited my whole life to be kissed. And he's like, I'll kiss you. I'll kiss you before you die. This is a weird promise, Lori. Yeah, don't I promise, promise to 10-year-old you girls you that die. you're going to kiss them before they... Yeah, it's just kind of like... This, the whole Amy Lori thing in this movie, even the book, never made any sense to me. It seemed a little creepy. Hmm. Not even from a child predator point of view, but like, he's already got a thing for Joe. Why is like the Amy thing? I guess they're setting up. The, the Amy thing for later? Well, because like... Meg is taken, and the other one's gonna die. Yeah, because kind of, oh. She got Scarlet Fever, you can't stick your dick in that. You'll burn your dick off. <laughs> well, that's not, that's time to get married. So he's like, he could be like, I have such commitment to the to the March family, and then she's dead, and you don't have to worry about it. You just keep on living <laughs> life normally, yeah. Oh, God, but yeah, Lori, right. what are you doing to yourself? And so Amy reads the Bible to her aunt, and that's done. And then, Bar- what? Doesn't Baron Munchausen show Baron up? Baron Munchausen shows up One and is like... One of two things he does in the movie. May my personal doctor look at her. And so the doctor looks at her and is like... She's toast. Fuck, I don't know. I, I was gonna bleed her, but she, if I bleed her, she'll die. And bleeding's kind of all I know. It's pretty much my go-to. I'm not a very good doctor. Yeah. Okay, I'm not really a doctor. I can just go grow a very doctorly beard. The and fact, that's, that's, people think I'm a doctor. The fact that he steps out from behind Byron Munches and says, Hi, everybody. <laughs> yep. And with the, he's got a bucket of leeches. <laughs> I'm going to bleed her now. Um, but yeah. Um, oh, and so I guess something about Lori says they've already sent for Marimi to come back and try Yeah, to they're fix. like, we need mother. And Lori's like, I already sent for her. She comes back. She She's on the train tonight. Yeah. yeah. And then and mom so, shows up and knows just what to do. She rubs her feet. And <laughs> it, kind of, she cares. She some other stuff, but it is just like, she starts to go, I love those tootsies. <laughs> and suddenly like, da, 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 Well, no, because uh, Joe wakes up in the morning and runs downstairs. And, oh, this and is the big juke out. Hannah, oh, such a big juke out. <laughs> Hannah's in the, the hallway Don't with her. Don't you mock <laughs> With her hand in her hands. Be like, a boo, boo, boo. A boo, boo, boo. Crying. And she goes in. To the bedroom where where Amy was, and the camera's panning to the right, the and you see empty. the bed is empty, and you're like, "Oh no, Amy is obviously sitting slightly <laughs> to the right of her bed where the camera is panning." And then that happens. Do you see her? You fed broth. 
Yeah. And she's <laughs> what totally, an amazing juke out. She's totally dribbling it down her dress and just fucking urines all over the floor. It's a mess, but hey, at least she's not dead. Yeah. Um, and also, this is kind of deflated by the fact that literally says there's an over voice over Joe being like, she did not die, but she got fucked up. More about that later. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Her heart was never the same. Uh, and then it's Christmas time again. Yeah. And Beth gets a piano from Baron Munchausen. Yeah, this is the second contribution yeah. from Baron Munchausen. His, oh, no! His daughter was dead, <clears throat> so she can't play it no more. So maybe you can. You gotta come on to the way. If you've drank a little woman Kool-Aid, though, this is such a... His daughter dead, you're gonna give her a piano, and they're so, do such a bad job of covering it up, and just... But yeah, she plays a song and everyone sings. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, Dad climbed out of his pothole. Plot hole? No, Plot Megan hole? and the mom are talking about Meg marrying John. Joe is... Are a- they even there? Yeah. yeah okay. Joe's an asshole and talks shit about John. <laughs> Jesus, I don't come on, man. <laughs> Fucking Christ, give Meg a and, break. And how has Joe's hair not grown back since spring? It's the same length as it she cut it off. They, have hair grows. Died? All you need is butthole bread. That's that's her. She's stuck like that now. And dad, dad comes back. Yay, yeah, everybody's happy. Dad. Except Meg's too busy on the front stoop making out with Stoltz. Oh, yeah. Oh, did she actually see her? Does yeah. Joe spy on them? Yeah, they, they, they see them. Because this is she get worked up about, like, oh, I don't think they're just making out on the front stoop in front of God and everybody. Jeez Louise. Uh, this leads up to, actually, this is one of my... F- <laughs> 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 I just preface, favorite moment number one of six. <laughs> there is a moment right before the big time oh jump in the gosh. movie where Laurie tips the pair of wine glasses he's holding to cheer to Joe right before the time jump happens at Christmas. Just a nice little moment because Joe's hiding on the banister, just kind of like watching the whole family scene. And like Laurie just comes up there and kind of gives her a little cheer. And just got a nice moment. <laughs> he's got like a couple goblins. Is and this, it just kind of the this, music kicks in and swells. Is so- this what it was like for you when I was talking about babes in Toyland? Kind of was like. <laughs> There's a fat guy and a skinny guy and it's a world man cardboard. And you're like, no, it's <laughs> magic. Yeah. Actually, this guy, it's a pretty much a really easy even for No, because I don't. You I am not. Yo, you're your not like. Your levels of, ba- of this movie are way. You're not like. One of my favorite parts of this film is the way the, the, the seam of his pants kind of <laughs> folds over his knee when he sits down. Yeah. Just the way it looks just it means so much to me. And soldiers are coming home because the war's over. I do like how fucked up and bloodied up the soldiers are. Like, you can tell it's the end of the war. They're coming back in the uh, war. Four over. years later. Yeah. Meg and Joe getting married. Uh. And thank <laughs> God no more Kirsten Dunst. Really? She's not that bad. Uh, What's Kirsten Dunst? Well, okay, not Kirsten Dunst. Young Amy. Yeah, young Amy. The, it's, the character's a shitlord in the yeah. book, too. It's not just... It's not... Yeah. Uh, it was probably a studio note, but I like that the filmmakers couldn't trust the audience to realize that Princess Daisy is now playing Amy. Uh, and they needed to have Joe sit, sit down and essentially do a voiceover. She's like, shit, Amy got older. And now she paints shit. Yeah, now she... Artist, I guess? I don't know. She paints stuff. I don't know. Uh, uh yeah they're yeah she's painting on a cup and then joe's in the forest and she runs <laughs> in, that's what joe does just... she runs into Lori. oh uh, Lori, don't do it then, no okay, Lori, don't. here's here's a fucking thing for you oh that no. you might be like it's my favorite part of the movie no this is i Lori. do like the fact i don't know if it was accidental or if it was an intentional thing that actually did back there yeah but i did like that Lori put his jacket on the fence post so she could lean against it. I don't know if he did it so she wouldn't get dirty or if she leaned on it because she's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, I just got that from the fucking cleaners. Yeah, like, fucking, wait, like, three sappers. Oh. oh, god damn it. Yeah. 
This uh, no, I this this scene man makes me cringe every fucking time because I'm like, Laurie, no, you're gonna fuck it up. Well, Lori, ah! Lori smooches her, and she's like, "We must talk about this reasonably." He's like, "I love you. This is the first time I laid eyes on you." And she just says, he starts lapping his tongue around. Like, that's really <laughs> weird. Yeah, we'll we'd kill each other. Neither of us could keep our temper. And he's like, "I can, unless provoked." Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure she'd provoke you. She's kind of crazy. <laughs> Oh, I should also note, okay, so Little Women came out in two halves. Uh, Louise Yamel Alcott, she wrote the first book. Oh, she just intended, she never wrote, meant to write two chapters of this book. She just wrote a book called Little Women, and it was popular enough, like, of course, that everyone's like, you gotta write a fucking sequel. She's like, okay, I guess I'll keep on writing more. The The first book ends, essentially, Chris, this this time jump is pretty much filling in, this is when the, the, the second book starts. Mm-hmm. And everybody was like, Oh my God! We can't wait for Lori, for Joe and Lori to eventually get married. They gotta get re- married, right? And Lori's Alcott was like, "No, Joe's not gonna get married. I don't want to marry off to anybody, especially not Lori, because he's a fucking asshole." <laughs> and so everyone got really pissed off when, uh, yeah, when Lori does propose and Joe turns her down and she ends up marrying oh my... somebody else. And... Oh, it's like the original teen it's ad original, word. It's fucking Tumblr. <laughs> it really is. It's... Like back in the day, Louise Malcott was talking about how much like her, she her fans were driving her crazy because like this fucking slash fic. I mean, granted, it is set up in the first book that that like Joe and Lori are romantically in- interested in each other, but. This is her, like, sinking that ship and drove all the fans crazy. Yeah. But, yeah. So, Laurie well, freaks his, out and runs his, away. Yeah, his g- grandfather wants him to learn the business in London, and she's like, don't ask me, and now he's sad. Yeah. And she's I like, I don't want to be a wife. Yeah. And he's like, someday, you'll be a man, and you love him, you would live and die for him, and, and you would love him, but I would be hanged if I was stand by and watch. And now she's sad, too. Yeah, which is kind of like... I man, I feel bad for Joe more than anything else because Joe's like, I didn't do nothing. I just thought we were gonna eat some fruit, and now he's running I away. Just, you, I just had some sweet ass gams. That's all. And she, she's like, Hey, you want to see my Christmas titties? My Christmas corsage came in. Not corsage, corset came in. And then Laurie's just like, Oh, 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 oh no. And then oh. he's like, Just give me a glove. <laughs> That's all I need. Yeah, she goes back to the house and realizes. Oh, all half of her glove, like the 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 like, all her left hands are missing. <laughs> like, oh my god, no! This is, <laughs> this is the thing with guys in the Civil War, I guess. But yeah, he runs away, and but she, and then Joe must get away. So, yeah, uh, I I mean I well, do... she's talking to her sisters, and she's like, I must get away. And Amy comes in and is like, Aunt March is going to France. Man, shit's and and fuck. Joe's like, fuck yeah, I'm going to France. And Amy's like, no, nah. nah. she asked me. It's like, fucking asshole, you made it sound like that was the Don't option. Don't make the news that way, especially if you know Joe's been talking for years about how she's going to go off to Europe with fucking Aunt March. Yeah, she's like, oh yeah, my god. Yeah. Aunt March asked me. I know I made it sound like she was going to ask you, but pff, no, Amy it's, it's all me. Amy to be a fucking shitlord. Uh, jumping back just two seconds, Bill does a great job being all going all brokenhearted and confused after he's rejected by Joe, and I do feel bad for Joe after justifiably dinging in her heels and being just as fucked up and confused as Lori is about the whole situation. Because mm. she doesn't, she, I mean, I do like she, she's smart enough to realize that they would kill each other, but she's still like, you know, here's his, her best friend, rich millionaire kid just proposed to her, and she just threw the proposal away, and she's just like, I don't, what am I, crazy? I just, I don't know, I, I appreciate her situation in this thing. Mm. It's, it's, you know, she's fucked up, and it's no fault of her own, but like, yeah, life, life is starting to get weird on her yeah but aunt but, yeah. march wants uh amy to study painting, and this shit happens and then painting yeah. and find a good match 
Uh, and later, Joe's complaining to her mother about how she'll never fit in anywhere. Uh, she's a very sullen young lady. And then mom, like- mom tells her to go out and start being a lady and find her way. And then, I'm gonna make it after all. And she throws her hat in the air <laughs> yeah. in freeze frame. Da, 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 da. <laughs> yeah, she's suddenly in Manhattan, yeah. in New York. I do, right before she leaves, leaves, she says something about how she appreciates being... She appreciates everyone at home so much, but that's kind of part of the thing is torturing her so much, and like she feels bad for wanting to. Anyway, her, I, this this whole thing with Joe here, I, I just think is really nicely drawn as just yeah. a character portrait. But yeah, she goes to New York, big trumpety music, New York music playing. Guys winking at her, checking her booty out. They they built a block and a half of New York Street. Everyone's just like, oh yeah, if you want, hmm. how you doing? I saw Edward Scissorhands. How you doing? <laughs> uh, um, she's teaching kids at a boarding house. Yeah, usual uh, suspect shows up. Yeah, well, she goes and tries to get her stuff published in a newspaper, but a big fat guy's like, "Try the women's literature. We don't stand Tweet his own nipples, here. yeah. It's uh, weird how the fuck. You think my nipples are down by my belly? I don't know. I thought, oh, I thought you were I doing I was a, just scratching my belly. Like a, of the bullet farmer from uh, Fury no. Road, the fat guy with like the nipples cut out of his jacket. I was just resting my hands on my gut. Oh, but like the guy's a, like, yes, we don't put, uh, put no fairy stories. No, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, fuck it, you didn't even read my goddamn story. I don't write fairy stories. And yeah. she's like, get the fuck out of here. Go home. Go back to tutoring. Yeah. So, so she's walking back home. And she runs into, oh, usual suspects. Usual my, suspects. My my papers have gone everywhere. Well, what, what happened? And so he helps her pick up stuff. And they take it inside and dry it off. And he's like, you know, when I first saw you, I thought, ah, now she is a writer. How would I make you think so? You got ink on your fingers, bitch. You're a mess. He says, no, because you're fucking broke-ass poor. <laughs> That's how I know you're a fucking writer. God yeah. damn, you're eating, but- you're eating butthole bread. <laughs> Only writers eat butthole bread. <laughs> Back Uh-oh. in Germany, he was a professor, but now he's just a humble <laughs> to the home of butthole bread. <laughs> <laughs> they have coffee. She's impressed. She likes coffee. So, sh- and she <laughs> also likes the size of his library because he couldn't leave him at home. I should also point out this is not just the usual suspects. This is Professor Bear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, uh, played by <laughs> what do I call him? What the actual actor's name? Uh oh, Frederick. I call him Frederick. 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 Uh, they bond over some Walt Whitman shit. Leaves the grass. My ass. I do like the mention of Walt Whitman because he would have been like like right down the street yelling He's shit. He's buried in Springfield, according to The Simpsons. <laughs> really? Oh, Gabriel Byrne. That's who we were talking about. Uh, um, he poor. <laughs> Walt Whitman got around. He poor, but she don't mind. He's generous with his time and energy at the same time. Uh. He even gives her an orange. I'm glad you broke it. Mentioned this so I didn't have to bring it up. My favorite <laughs> moment number 382. <laughs> yeah. well, he's like, he's, he's fucking around with some kids, playing roughhousing with some kids. She's coming down. She sees him and she's like, oh, that, that. Her loins get moistened because she sees that he's good with kids. And he gets up and he's like, man, I got your birthday present. I know you used to butthole bread, but I figured an orange is better than nothing. And they, he goes with the orange. They graze fingers, but for a moment. <laughs> Fuck you. And then she screams, and you can see her nipples just go erect in her top. And that's the end of that scene, but yeah. Uh, and wow, it was the greatest orange she ever had. No scurvy for her. Yeah, that's what she said. Yay! My first vitamin in a year! Uh... So there's a quick scene of her talking with some boys about 
suffrage and women's voting rights. Oh, this is the bookending moment to the, the to the big philosophical heart of the movie moment I was talking about earlier. Yeah. When Marvin was talking about your values not just in being pretty, but yeah, the, my note here is the bit where Joe goes off on the phil- philosophizing dudes about women not being inherently angels. And that she she should have been a great many things is a great bookend of the earlier scene where Marty's braiding uh, Joe's hair and talking about gender because it's just it's just showing that like Joe has taken those lessons to heart and is talking about how women are not inherently good that they deserve the vote because they're they're not angels but that they're human beings and citizens of the country and everyone's like yeah you're not wrong it'll never catch on yeah <laughs> <laughs> Professor Bear sitting in the corner he's just like yeah, I like this lady yeah so later on. Uh, her news, a newspaper is going to publish two of her stories and want to see more. And he's like, Vampire Cuss, is this what you like? And I, I do appreciate his attempt and she's to like, hide his bewilderment. And, and then what she's the like, writes. how many newspapers are you published in, asshole? <laughs> you fucking broke ass <laughs> You gave me an orange for my birthday. I can buy you a fucking orange tree now with a fucking... I just sold... Yeah. Um, yeah. And he's like, hey, yo, I was only saying you should write... What you want in your heart, not what everybody else wants you to write. Do you like opera? <laughs> do, you, do you like being some weird liberal shit? Like, let's. <laughs> I know it could, yeah, let's. And then she's like, I don't got an opera dress. And he's like, ah, don't worry. We're gonna have uh, the shittiest seats in the house. To be fair, they're both the shittiest and the best. Because they're sitting in the rafters right above the play. Yeah. I mean, it's gonna sound good, at least, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> uh, uh, if you're there for the music, sure. So uh, yeah, that's true too. Yeah, what yeah, they're, si- they're sitting in the co- <laughs> they're sitting in the catwalks above the stage. He's telling her what's going on with the story. Yeah, because it's like some kind of German. I don't know if it's like, is it, I, yeah, I don't know what language this performance is, but, but yeah, but oh, something about oh, the depth of the oh, fragrant oh, night. They're, they're holding hands. This is they, they almost kiss, but the boom. There's a lot. I like that word. It's kind of building up. <laughs> Again, yeah. it treads up to being totally cloying and goofy, but like it deflates a little bit with like the fact that they're interrupted by the fake thunder. But then they do kiss, and the music's wise up. But yeah, it, it's just, it's nice, it's cute. Although it's still kind of weird because he is pretty fundamentally older than her, like not just yeah. a little bit, but like Jesus Christ, like when was it like maybe not her dad's age, but, mm. but yeah, but it was a different era. Better than Laurie, I guess. But, well, yeah. Laurie runs into Amy Payton in France. Um, oh no, we missed the favorite part of Bill's. <laughs> uh, for some reason, the transition from that scene to the naked springtime feet and the jaunty hat on the French statue is uh, something that w- whenever I think of spring, this is the image that often pops into my head as often as not. Because it's got like, even though it's, it's a very springtime rendition of the main theme of the film and just like something about this little tableau that they ha- that it suddenly cuts to. Mm-hmm. I just always kind of, whenever I think of springtime, it's just kind of, I don't know why. How much paste did you eat as a child? A lot. <laughs> I've mentioned before, I don't know, have I mentioned this podcast how I ate tons of rock salt as a kid? Yeah. <laughs> sometimes one of my favorite things on Christmas Eve, I'll just take up a big brick of rock salt and lick it while watching this movie. <laughs> You're some sort of caribou. <laughs> exactly. I got problems. Well, at least I know what I can get you for your birthday now. Go down to the local <laughs> feed shop and get you a salt lick. It's only 50 cents or 20 pounds. It's, it's a fucking deal of the century. Uh, but yeah, now we're, I guess we're in France now, yeah. where like Amy's at some painting school and Lori's flirting around. He's taking some time out. His grandfather agreed I should take some time for some music. Yeah, he's got an evil Spock beard yeah. and goatee now. And she's like, you know Fred Vaughn. Uh, okay. 
Fred Vaughn, actually, if you if you've seen this movie eight thousand times, go back. He Fred at the party Vaughn, where the piano gets given. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He because I was like, introduced. who are these chuckles? He's fucks. just a friend of yeah. fucking Lori's or something like that. But yeah, and then Aunt March comes walking by, and he's like, Lori's like, Aunt March, you look fantastic, and she's like, can't say the same for you, and just... she blows an air horn, and everybody's like, oh, a sick bird. The fact, the fact that she has to take the oxygen feed out of her throat, like pull it out of her gullet, and it's covered in slime. And crabs to say, I don't know if I can say the same for you. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's now she's suddenly played by Mama Fratelli from the Goonies and, too. And he, so uh, Amy oh. and Fred leave, and he's like, "Are they engaged?" And she's like, "Not yet." Uh, <laughs> she farts. <laughs> that, would, that would have been she's, beautiful. She's but not like, yet. Like pantaloons. <laughs> uh, she's turning to witch hazels from the Looney Tunes <laughs> cartoons. Uh, that seems done. Yeah, it and really kind of is. Yeah. Joe slips her manuscript under Frederick's door. Uh, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, is it her, one of her fake bullshit? Well, like, it's it's her fucking yeah, vampire scripts or whatever, yeah. yeah. Oh, she wants more advice from her next script, I guess, yeah. yeah. And then uh, Lori and Amy are having lunch. He got her some... He- oh! <laughs> since Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> we can jump way to the I like when Fred Vaughn actually... Oh no! This is I'm jumping forward. Okay, yeah, that, no, never mind. Okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, he got her some silver hair doodads, and he's like, "This isn't what it should be, but you'll improve it." Wait, who says that to who? Lori says that to Amy. Oh, okay. I thought Professor Bear was saying that to Joe. No. Oh, that's right, because that's when Joe and Lo- Lori makes a second attempt at Amy. Yeah, he's flying she, low. Yeah, she's like, "Don't. I liked you better when you were blunt and natural. It did not serve me well. I find you changed." I despise you. This is the most, when you think about what I imagine what you thought this movie was going to be, this is the most, because, like, he's sitting by a tree. He's literally just standing there in the middle of the fucking Well, yeah, he's leaning against a tree, like, sucking on a flask, being like, "Mm, I'm smarmy. Mm." (laughs) It is the most worst attempt at being, like, a Victorian bad boy ever. Yeah. He does have a mustache. So they're following the Orson Orson Welles rule of give somebody a mustache to show the passage of time. Yeah, it's like, like you could just take the fucking ten cent party mustache from a fucking magic shop and put him on him. But yeah, she's just standing there, yeah. like just kind of talking like out loud to the birds, but she's talking yeah. to him, and it's just like the just you, as an image. You, this this is what you, you think this movie. You lays like. about spending money and courting women. You aren't serious about music. My music is like your paintings. Mediocre copies of another man's genius. Then why not go to grandfather and make yourself useful? I should. Why don't you reform me? I have someone else in mind. You don't love Fred Vaughn. He's stabled and well-mannered. That's $40,000 a year. This is such a fucking fart of an (laughs) argument. Oh my god. I mean, I'm not... Even as a die-hard fucking fan of this movie, I'm not invested in this relationship at all. And even then, their back and forth is just like, what are we doing? What and he's is like, this? hey, yeah. yo, I knew I wasn't going to marry no pauper. I expect a proposal from this rich fuck any day. And, uh, so Laurie just does a... He, he, he pops a wheel. He does. He pops a wheel in his ATV and calls out of the scene. Yeah. Well, no, he's like, you'll regret it. I'll regret it. Oh, this is what he's talking about, that kiss. Remember how I promised I'd kiss you before you died? Well, I'm about to kill you, so (laughs) pucker up. (laughs) (laughs) He pulls the knife out from behind his back. Oh, yeah, it's at least Patrick Bateman four years too early. Well, he's about to kiss her, and she's like, Do you hear from Joe? She has befriended a German professor. Oh, that's a cruel way to shut down Laurie. That's a mean... Don't go there, man. 
Yeah, and she's like, I'm not gonna be courted by any guy that's still in love with my sister. He's like, Hey, I don't love her. And she's like, Why are you jealous then? And he's like, I envy her happiness. I envy his happiness. I envy John Brooke for marrying Meg. I hate Fred Vaughn. <laughs> if Beth had a lover, I'd despise him. It's like, what you got against Beth, asshole? <laughs> well, no, he's just saying No, that, I know. Yeah. He just is but jealous just of everybody's like, happiness. Beth in the army. God damn. Yeah. Just as you knew I would never, you would never ner- marry a pauper, I always knew I was going to marry a March family. Which, don't say that out loud. And that sounds wait, cool. And I don't think your dad's going to die any soon, so I can't marry your mom. One's about to die. Why does he marry Hannah? Hannah's not shacked up with anybody. Uh, well, she's probably not a March family. Well, fucking. He's he, like, I've been in France working on your aunt here for a couple months, and I'm not getting anywhere with her. Yeah, she's got the money. Yeah, she's the part of the March family. That she seems to be where all the money's stemming from. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck Amy. Fucking go kiss Ann Ramsey over there. Well, yeah, and Amy's like, hey, I don't want you to love me for my family. And he's like, any more than, than Fred like, wants. Yeah. Fred wants um, to be loved for $40,000. And she's like, harumph, and fr- fritters off. Yeah, that, that, that is the most quote unquote little women esque scene in the whole movie of what you think. Yeah, like the Regency solitaire. That's the Regency solitaire uh, scene of the movie, in my mind. I think, yeah, that's what you think other people probably think uh, little women's is. And this movie does that and it does it badly, yeah. Yeah. Um,. Uh, Although I do like, well, so then she goes back to her headquarters. And her headquarters? <laughs> and it starts looking at the plans. <laughs> we'll attack from the East Bank here. Reinforcements will come over this ridge here. She's really, she's, she's, Francis she's, treated her well, man. Uh, but yeah, she goes back to whatever gets, the hell. Yeah, and she gets she a gets, letter. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, she doesn't know from Laura saying, I'm gonna fuck you so hard, and yeah. a little picture. My darling Amy, it's you I want, not your family. I have gone to London to make myself worthy of you. Please do not do anything we shall regret. He's fucking, you know who Laura is? He's fucking George Amberson from the Magnificent yeah. Ambersons. A more likable version of George. Well, okay, not the young version, but this version. I wonder when that this movie version was, stinks of Amberson. When that book was written, I wonder if that actually predates Little right. Women. I, I mean, that could have been. Wait, but that was based off a book, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, do you think that the that, Magnificent no, the character, Ambersons was just happening in the next town over? That yeah, seriously, because it's Americana. I mean, the Magnificent Ambersons. Well, I'm no, pretty they, sure I saw George at some points in this, this movie. This essentially could have been a prequel to uh, Magnificent Ambersons because this is essentially the generation preceding what happens in the Magnificent yeah, Ambersons. I no guess. cars yet, or anything. yeah. Oh, exactly, because cars are such a big brand new. This is yeah, Magnificent Ambersons essentially just like 30 years after yeah. this. Um, so more well, 40, 50 years, but. Uh, so they, but I do like when Fred Vaughn shows up off camera, and then Amy has to make a choice. I mean, you yeah. don't see what happens. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Joe goes up to Frederick and is like, "Did you read it?" And he's like, "Yeah, it's good." And she, he's like, "I, and she's I read like, it. I'm gonna show it to your publisher friend." Oh and he God, says, yeah. And he's You're like, a good man. He'll give you an honest opinion. <laughs> and she's like, uh? "What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> What's your honest opinion, motherfucker?" And she pulls out like, the March family you, gun and points it at his head. You need head. more heat in your book. You need that fire. The passion that I know is inside you. And and she is the worst at taking constructive she criticism. She is. To be 
fair, she's like fucking 17 in this scene. She's not... Is well, she that she's young? The mo- Little Women's supposed to be from... She's 15 to 25. No, she's probably like 22. Okay. But still... This is her first real criticism she's ever gotten in her life. It's not other than her criticism. sister... It's somebody setting saying... Setting her shit on fire. It's somebody saying... Ah, yo, yeah. I, you well, got good passion. he's trying to be gentle. Well, and he's trying to intervene before she embarrasses herself by sending the same manuscript to his editor which is not gonna like it so he's trying to do her a favor but she reacts poorly because you know yeah, it's like, yeah. well then again she's not like a professional writer she's never had to get i've i've been on both sides of what joe's joe and and and, and professor bear are doing right now mm-hmm. and so i can appreciate it from both angles when i submitted my sonic Porn to She's like, I've been rejected two times in my life, and they were both awful. I was expecting nothing but praise. <laughs> that's it. I mean, to be fair, Professor Bear should be like, didn't your sister set your shit on fire? Do you think this is the worst thing that's ever happened to you in terms of your writing? But yeah. Uh, so she goes to her room, a boo-boo-boo, a cry, but then she sees a note on the floor. <laughs> it's that note that says, I'll give you something to cry about. <laughs> yeah. So she goes home, because shit go bad. Yeah. Uh, Again, this half of the story, she, she ain't gone right for she, fucking Joe. She sees Meg, and Meg is swollen with baby juice. You can see the baby's got kicking through yeah. a little bit. It's gruesome. And she's like, how is Beth? And Meg says, you will find her much altered. That's a weird way of saying she's dying, That's yo. one of those things where you can totally tell it's just taken from the book because no human being would actually say... <laughs> I'm assuming even it's 1863, it wouldn't... Next time somebody I know gets sick... <laughs> and somebody's like, oh, how are they doing? I heard this sec. I'm going to go, they are much altered. Better if they're dead, too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so Beth is dying. She'd been waiting for Joe to show up so she can leave this fucking shitty mortal That's kind of the saddest thing about that scene when they say that she's been waiting for Joe. And I'm like, oh, man, that sucks. Ugh. So Joe feeds Beth some broth. Yeah, it's. I guess later that night. Yeah. yeah. They're fucking uh, cramming even more of this goddamn broth down her throat. She doesn't look sick. I mean, she looks like, a little. I mean, sick, she looks makeup sick because she's got the. Yeah, like, she they got, got the makeup. Rac- she got the makeup. Like they didn't even try to like give her makeup that gives her sullen cheeks or anything. No, just yeah, like, she's. They just like, dad, put some dark under her eyes. She does look like she was just up playing fucking video games all night, yeah. rather than like deathly sick. But yeah. Yeah. Then Joe reads her a story with a carrot, and uh, <laughs> what? What? Yeah, she's I... reading her a story. She's got a carrot in her hand like a cigar. Oh, I didn't even notice. Okay, yeah. Wait, you've seen this movie twenty times, and I. I'm surprised you're not like, oh, this is another one of my favorite parts. When uh, Joe is reading her the story, she's got a carrot in her hand that she's pretending is a cigarette. When Beth dies is when I go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, so, no, Beth, so, Beth, Beth is such an angelic character. Uh, I mean, it's a sad scene. I feel so, bad for Joe, but Beth is such like a, she's made to die. Yeah, now um, comes the point in the movie where everybody gets sad. But it's hard to get emotional over Beth dying since they didn't give her a character at all. I know she's that's what I'm just she's, there. She's th- Beth's character is she likes the poor and is afraid of babies. I that's that's Beth. One like the one of the two bits of IMDb trivia was this is the first time in any adaptation of Little Women they've actually shown Beth dying. In every other version, she's died off screen. Mm. I'm like, what's the point of her fucking character then? She only exists for no this character. scene to happen. Beth is just there to be another sister. So are they like no? She does nothing in this movie except for. Are they just like oh she got hit by a bus? Except for make them give away their butthole breath. (laughs) (laughs) It's the only reason she exists. (laughs) You know you're probably better off if she hadn't been eating butthole bread her whole life too. Why does everyone leave? I love being at home, but I don't like being left behind. Now I'm the one going ahead. See all you fuckers. You better close that window because when you turn around, I'll be dead. (laughs) 
so Joe gets up to close the window, and I'm like, as soon as she turns around, Beth's gonna be dead. She turns around, and Beth is dead. Yeah. Like, okay. The fact, I mean, yeah. She didn't even get to hear the death rattle. The fact that she turns out she's already a skeleton, I thought was a bit much. <laughs> like a smoking skeleton. Yeah, no, no, yeah, no less. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, there's a little death montage. Of, like, honestly, like, it's, I was like, oh, no, what happens if I get emotional over little women when, <laughs> when the character dies? No <laughs> worries were needed at all. I feel bad because I don't know what else they could have done. with. I mean, this is all baked into the story. It's hard to change Meg this. Meg and, and make it Beth less. are useless in this movie. They have n- they serve no purpose. Meg's there. Uh, Meg I, has a little bit more character than Beth. But Beth what about is, Amy? Amy's just there to be selfish. Yeah, but at least there's a back and forth with her and Joe. Yeah, that's true too, yeah. At least they fight and have some kind of chemistry. Beth is... Beth... Beth I, is a stool that if, you see sitting in the corner of the screen. If they had shown, like, Beth reading a book or something, just to give her something that's not just, like, I'm here just to give to the poor and die. Something, just to round out her character a little more. That's yeah. one... Because all the other characters at least have a moment or two where they're a little more humanized a little bit. This one, Beth never gets that in this movie. She had nothing. And, yeah, it's... it's Beth it's, is wasted. Yeah. That's good music when she dies, though. Just pleasure in my ear holes. <laughs> I know exactly. Yeah. Um. So then Hannah is sprinkling flower petals. She sprinkles them on the bed. You can read my note. And sprinkles them on the nightmare dolls. <laughs> <laughs> read the top there. Yeah. Hannah spreading garbage all over best dolls and grasping the main doll's hand and letting it go. And then, and then Moses laxed, crying a single tear. That's 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 my note for and that scene. That's when they learned they were no longer little girls. They, they were little women. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so that's kind of like everything else after this in the movie is kind of like almost like just wrapping up all yeah. the various stories. So everybody's grieving in black, uh, and Joe is sitting at the piano, being like, "Why does everyone leave?" Oh wait, no, that's early. <laughs> Uh, I lost my place. She's reading. Oh, no, she's like, will we all never be together again? No, Joe. One of your sisters is dead. Yeah, well. You're not going to be all together that's, again. That's off the, that's, I mean, yeah. Yes, I know. But I that's, know. it's, it's, that's it's, it's reading the note from yeah. Amy saying, hey, I can't make it back anyway because Aunt March is all fucked up too. Yeah, Aunt, Aunt um, March is bedridden. Amy must bide her time. Yeah, it's kind of a little, even though, yeah, it, 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 it is a little difficult to understand because, yeah, I mean, she's, I guess, before Beth is married, even though she, or uh, Beth is buried, I guess at least being at the funeral where there would be the last time they would all be together, even though Beth is dead. Yeah. And so by the virtue of the fact that like Amy can't make that, really means that like they'll they'll not none of them will ever be in the same room again. Let's put that even if one of them would be a corpse. Which actually <laughs> it wasn't until right now that I realized okay that's the reading because I've I've been watching that movie before. I've always been like. No, wait, what? That, yeah. <laughs> Never be together again, except <laughs> in heaven. She's waiting for you. That she went before you. Piece of shit dad is supposed to be a super religious guy. He's got his Bible there. She asks this kind of like really existential question. And the dad, instead of having some kind of great words of wisdom about that, he just kind of shuffles away from Joe. And that's the end of the scene. I'm like, <laughs> well, thanks, dad, for a whole bunch of nothing. Christ almighty. <laughs> what was yeah. he going to do? Pat her on the shoulder and say, when we're all dead, dear. I don't say when we're that, all dead. I, mean, I guess that really is the only <laughs> other answer. When we're all dead in the same crypt, I guess. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So then, I feel I like how they're all dressed in so black, though. There's a quick scene where Joe runs through the forest and cries on a fence, and that's done. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, she got that crying fence. What 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 uh, use it is? You're yeah. not going to use it. Lori gets a letter from Joe asking him to come home because Amy got got to take care of Aunt March, and Meg is straight up too damn pregnant. She's entered her confinement. What the fuck is this confinement? Is Are you people locking <laughs> pregnant women up? Well, what? Back then, you didn't know if the woman would explode. That's in her letter. Meg has entered her confinement. I was like, what? They put her in this round bathosphere that like skin tight. So I in guess case they she locked up pregnant detonate? women back then. Yeah. Um. So he goes to see Amy, and she's all wearing black and sad, and they and smooch. And I guess they're in love now. Yeah. Sure. This, that's what I'm saying. Why just, not? They're just slamming everything shut real tight here. He's at the seen end. her yeah. like two times since she's become an uh, adult and gone through puberty. Yeah. So now they're a couple, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Joe goes up to the best trunk in the attic to put her stuff away and gets a washed in emotions. Yeah. Best trunk is filled with all the Pickwick papers yeah, that they find, have written yeah, and everything yeah. like that. She's putting the creepy and dolls the cameraman makes sure not to focus on it. Wow, beautiful blurry shot of some of the stuff. <laughs> Why? He was sleepy that day. <laughs> um, uh, she finds her old fake newspapers and she cries. A boo boo hoo. And then she's gonna write about her memories about her family. She finishes writing. And is once again it's a nice overcome scene. with emotions. I do like how she's like, well, it, it, it again, not until watching it for, uh, last night, I realized you see the moment where she comes up with the idea, essentially, in Little Women. This does not happen in the book. Joe does not come up, even though the book is mostly bi- autobiographical, mm-hmm. in the book, Joe does not come up with the idea of Little Women. She never becomes like a published author like this. Well, uh, which uh, kind of makes everything that else that happens to Joe at the end of the story even worse because fate keeps on like grinding her down essentially but i do like a little bit where she uh, fucking went on her puts away the stuff and then she kind of looks away and she kind of looks away and then you kind of see like she's thinking about something she's like oh what if i wrote this shit down i do like it is a nice camera shot where she's like beth didn't die in vain yay i'm gonna put her soul in a book and trap it there forever for generations to read and for weird guys to talk about in the basement 200 years from now so, um so yeah a little montage where she's like she's typing out her typewriter ching ching and you hear voiceovers of everyone screaming at her to stop that they don't want her to just, like live a normal life and don't become a fucking writer because it doesn't pay for shit and then she finishes up ties a, 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 a i do some- like this <laughs> She, she ties some twine around it and it says a novel that's a good title that's a solid title gonna get all kinds of I awards with of, that title she writes it on the back of her hand think of something better later <laughs> and then she puts a flower in it i'm assuming the flower is what pushed her over the top with her publisher and said yeah you know what i thought a novel sounded like bullshit but she put a flower in it mm-hmm. we gotta go with this yeah yeah we'll talk to her about the title later but and then john and may got a daughter Oh, and a son. What a twist. The presentation of this is ridiculous because the way they present the twins to him makes no sense because it's Marmy turns around and says, you have a baby daughter. And Hannah's sitting there in the corner for no reason, like hiding the son. And then (laughs) then she turns around and goes, and a bunch of afterbirth. (laughs) I've been eating the placenta. You want some? (laughs) And everyone's like, where the fuck is Hannah from? What the hell is her problem? Oh, my God. But yeah. Oh. So yeah, that's essentially the end of Meg's. I don't think she yeah, even keep shows the, up again. Keep those babies away from the Scarlet Fever family. <laughs> Fuck. Oh god, I'm still out of windows. Yeah. <laughs> oh. 
So, oh, this Coke is getting to me. Uh, somebody's like, hey, yo, what about that Professor Joe? And she's like, we did not part well. I mean, really, you well, just a- really you just kind of got butthurt over his <laughs> constructive criticism Which, and ran away. Is that really like, the last conversation they had was he said, hey, don't fuck yourself up. And she said, fuck you, I'm going home. Like, yeah, pretty, really? that seems like it. A professor he probably be- doesn't even know why she's mad. He's probably <laughs> sitting at home like, what did I do? What? I, I, either that or he's like, you know, this is what I get for turning Mac on a fucking 16-year-old. And I'm fucking 45. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, so, Laurie shows up and presents his new wife to Joe. Oh, <gasps> it's Amy! <gasps> what a twist! I would love for Joe to be like, she doesn't get it. She's like, but where's your wife? And he's like, no, I, I, I married Amy. And she's like, that's a funny joke, it's but a joke, where is she? What's no? What's going on here? Like, you realize like shit's dead and all fucked up. I don't have sense of time for this. I got a pie in the oven. I got, I'm making fresh butthole bread. But, <laughs> but yeah, no. You know so what? If there's up, one thing to take away from this episode, it's butthole bread is always going to be hilarious. I mean, they have a close up of the butthole bread and the orange <laughs> in it. <laughs> it just looks like they lead. They made the butthole bread a thing, man. Sure did. There's a better shot of the butthole bread than there is of Beth's fucking chest in the in the fucking attic. Oh, uh, um, but yeah. But Joe doesn't mind. She's just happy that Lori found love again. Yeah, because she is so hard to I get over. I had it on good faith that he would never find another. And Lori's just <laughs> I'm like so awesome. And he's just like, man, but yeah, all this fresh pussy around here. What are you gonna do, man? He suddenly turns into Matthew McConaughey from Days and Confused. Uh, yeah. So then their aunt's dead. They don't really. <laughs> she just yeah, she just dies. I'd like that the Amy pushed her off a fucking pier before coming back with Lori. And then she left Joe her house. Yeah, big yeah. ass house called Plumfield. Mm. Uh, Which this becomes a thing in later books. Mm. She becomes a teacher. Uh, Joe's book is getting published. Frederick dropped it off, but Hannah's like, I told him to get the fuck out of here. I don't know. I he would, was creepy. She said, I told him that Miss Miss March just got married and she fucking Lori hardcore. Yeah. And then they fuck, live next door. Yeah, they live next door. And she's like, ooh, and runs after him. And she's like, no fucking don't tell him because that's not, that's my boyfriend. And now he <laughs> thinks that like I'm fucking Lori next door and I'm and she, not. I'm lonely. She All catches up to him. Yeah. And she's like, when I didn't hear from you, I thought you hated it. And he was like, reading it was like a window into your so- heart. My publisher friend loved it. I told him I'd have to deliver it to myself. And also, she, he just got he got offered to buy a fucking nuclear power plant in <laughs> Springfield. Yeah. Uh, uh, he's gonna leave. He's gonna go out west and teach because the schools out there are better. Yeah, they don't mind the accent, which yeah. is kind of I like that little touch. Yeah. yeah. But she's gonna turn her aunt's house into a school, and she wants only the bestest teachers. She wants him to stay. Here's a. I was hoping for a reason to stay. But hey, yo, congratulations on your marriage and all the fucking you've been doing. And she's like, what? No, no, that's my sister. I'm still single. I'm still, I'm single. I'm, I'm so single. She, oh, I'm single. Hey, see this empty finger right here? This ring finger? I am single. It sure would look pretty with some jewelry on it. I'm single. She reaches into her blouse, pulls out a titty, and starts licking it. It's like, I'm single. And starts, like, flapping her lips at him. Like, like it's this really weird, like, eh, yeah. <laughs> See, that's what I was talking about on our last episode. You love the shit out of this movie, but you're still horrible to it. I can easily do the Mad Magazine adaptation of this, where it's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I am willing to write. I will. So this movie's ridiculous. This is the yeah. hardest I laughed in this movie. <laughs> oh no! Was, he and says, is- "I has nothing to offer." My hands are empty, and I was sitting there, and I go, "Now they're not." And she cranks his hand and says. 
they're not empty now. And I was like, oh, fuck. I, I never liked the way this... <laughs> not even though the movie ends is fine, but that last line, or I don't know it's, I don't know if it's the line, the way she says it. It's so predictable. But it's so, so what you think... Yeah. Again, one of the reasons why I like this movie <laughs> enough is it does enough, it kind of dodges enough of the stereotypes and kind of rounds out everybody that it's not quite the stereotype movie you think it is going to be. Mm. At least from my perspective. Yeah. That's why I fell in love with it back in the day. But this ending is totally, just like the scene with fucking Lori and, and Amy like flirting by the tree or hate flirting yeah. or whatever. This is so much like, this is like when someone's like watching a shitty romance movie on TV, this is what you think the ending is like. My hands, my hands are empty. Oh, not anymore. And then they kiss and there's an umbrella and like, da, 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 da. <laughs> I mean, the music, everything else. Okay, it looks great. But just like the, just the last line, something about that just rings so hollow. It's because it's shitty. It last line. It's, it's, it's like this beautiful orchestra that ing- ends with this little off note fart of a last <laughs> wet note that every time I watch this movie, I'm like, well, at least the end credits are pretty. <laughs> but like the, uh, the way it goes out, it's just a little bit of a like, yeah. <laughs> Lift the butt cheek up and let some like, ass out of your gas. <laughs> she she could have taken his hand and said, I'll give them something to fill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's why she puts her tit right in his hand. Yeah. They're not empty anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so horny. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That is Little Women. This, it was, you know what, Bill? Uh, yeah. It wasn't as bad as I was expecting it to be. That's the best I could honestly hope for. It was fine, but... <laughs> It's the characters. Yeah, this characters just so drab. Coming to this, if you're not in, like I said, if you're not, if, if you haven't drank. Okay, not all the characters are drab, but Wait. enough of the characters are just non-entities. Yeah. Then I'm just like, man, why well, even have it's them? Based in off the movie? a book that's in, by its structure is very episodic. Yeah. So the movie doesn't have like a really strong structure. In fact, actually, after Beth dies, the movie kind of barrels right towards the end anyway, because that's whenever. Like I, I guess we have to wrap up everyone's story now. Yeah. And. uh... And like the first part, the first part, they move so quickly through everything. Yeah, you don't really get a sense of the friendship between like Lori and the girls, or even the girls with each other outside of them being in the play, uh, the attic, being like, "Ho ho, we're weirdos!" Woo! So this is one of those things where you think you could actually benefit from being like maybe a little miniseries, like the same same cast, same production values, but if that if it'd been like maybe like a six hour story as opposed to a two hour Oof. story. Well, that's what I'm saying, dude. But do you want to see six hours of Little Women? No. See, I would be totally down with that, but I'm fucking crazy. Yeah, I but... just no, I just this. Why can you just not into like, it? That's just really not having Beth have a character. Yeah, no, that's like what I'm saying. Her something. If they just had besides least one just being scene, like, I don't want to eat this bread. It looks like a butthole. Let's yeah. take it to the poor family so they have to look at have it. Have Beth laugh at something, tell a joke, do something. All she not does just is look like, worried and oh, go freaked out. Which, grand, there's some people like that in life who are just like, just nothing but like pious and. Then they suddenly disappear, but like that doesn't necessarily mean. I mean, that's it, that's more Louisa May Alcott like, I can't problem than it is a... being sad at her death. Just well, like it's nothing. It's not like everyone's gonna even, be like glad, like even, yeah, she gone. Even the music isn't that sad when she dies. That's true. Like usually they're like, oh man, this music kind of tugging at my heartstrings, but this time it's like, <laughs> I don't know, yeah, yeah. I'm glad. I, I am appreciative that you even tried to tackle this movie because, like I said, it's one of my favorites. Watch it every Christmas. I have no idea why. Like, I mean, it's a super handsome movie. It's got, like I said, the production values and everything like that are really nice. Yeah. People's like outfits cast. look very uncomfortable. Authentic, <laughs> Which, authentically, if you're talking about a period film, I guess that's yeah. It's got uh, Baron Munchausen in it. 
It must have been one of the, maybe not one of the last things he did. This would have been a couple of years before he did the X-Files movie, which mm. I've never seen the series, but I saw the movie, and I was like, oh, X- Munchausen in this. But, yeah, yeah, not the end of the world. Not the worst movie ever made, but I'm glad that you didn't hate it, but now you know Little Women. When you see me freaking out about Little Women, this is it. I'll be like, why, Bill? Why? God I'll damn just it, send Jesus. you the, that, that animated gif of Ryan Reynolds from Harold and Kumar, where he goes, but Why? <laughs> I don't know if you've even seen that. I've seen it to you before. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, so, trivia. Uh, yeah, Christina Ricci, Natalie Portman, Alicia Silverstone all auditioned for this flick. Ooh, Alicia Silverstone. Ooh, no. Uh, she was going for Beth, but they thought she was too old. Uh, I, I can't see her outside of anything that's not 90s. Yeah. Now, did we do Batman? Yeah. She was in Batman. That's yep. that's another thing. Because I've never seen... What's the other Clueless. thing? I've never seen Clueless. Mm-hmm. Um... If you look closely, you can see some of Joe and Meg's dresses get passed down to Beth and Amy over years, over the years, which I thought was a nice little bit of costume uh, design. Mm. Um, and like the Adams family, why not just make a current day sequel starring the same damn cast? Because I, I, I mentioned that this is semi-autobiographical. Joe's based off of Louise May Alcott. All of her sisters, pretty much the sisters in this movie. <laughs> nobody, she had a sister get because, wiped out by Scarlet Fever the same way Beth cares. I know, but like. <laughs> Because the, the 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 last Little Women book, uh, Joe's Boys, takes place like twenty or thirty years later, which would be right now. Mm-hmm. Like Joe and Professor Bear have a school, and they have a bunch of rowdy kids that they're teaching, and it's super bad because like Joe's life it never really great gets that great. I mean, she ends up falling. At least she gets true love with Professor Bear, but then she never gets rich. She's always scrapping. You even see in the last book that like the school is barely scraping by. Her uh, favorite student in school is this uh, little Native American kid who ends up being super disillusioned and ends up leaving her and gets... He goes off to, into the West to, like, fight the... Fight the... Whatever the fuck's going out there. He gets killed and she just dies poor and alone. Or ends... Even the last bits of the last Little Women book, the Joe's Boys book, it's all like... They should make this. It sounds like a real laugh riot. That's what it would be like. It would would not be a happy book, though. The movie ends with her dying sad and alone. And even the last, like, paragraph of Joe's Boys, the last Little Women book, is just, like, Louisa Malcott. She never really cared much because she liked writing the stuff that Joe liked to write, like vampires and murders and stuff like that. She thought this was stupid pap, but it was... He made her shitloads of money, so she kept on writing more books like this, but she never really... Even though it was based off her own family, she loved her own family, but she always thought this was a little... She was writing what people wanted, and she never really cared much for that. And even the tenor of the last book, it kind of ends with, like, and now we forever draw a veil on the March family, fuck that shit. It's it's <laughs> right in this way where it's, you can tell she's just totally washing her hands of all this stuff. Joe's super kind of sad and bummed, and I think Amy dies in childbirth like the real-life Amy did, and all this, like, really, like, no one... I mean, it's kind of like life. It's not like Amy. I appreciate they didn't give she didn't give all the characters happy endings that they didn't get in real life. But it's all just kind of there's something melancholy about Louisa Malcott and the Little Women the whole day. I think that's one of the reasons why I still like it rather than just like in the movie. I'm kind of intrigued by Alcott as an author because her life and her disposition, and everything was so melancholy that there's something weird there. It, that, it, like, it, yeah, it's weird that you love this movie so much, but you haven't read the book or seen the other version. I've seen. I've read the book. I, oh, I've, have you? Since having first. Oh seeing the movie i've read the book and the book's actually pretty good oh, okay and well, like i said if anything it's more mel- melancholy than the movie is although mm-hmm. like the 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 there's the movie hits all this major beats of the book it's not like anything major got chopped out or anything like that except for the fact that like i said joe does not become an author and she does not become rich and famous like louisa may alcott did in real life yeah and so she's struggling for the rest of her life way more than alcott ever did but yeah no i want that to be a sequel you can just have an owner writer you can have the same cast come back 
And <laughs> Amy comes back from the dead. And, oh. That's true, too. I guess some of the characters wouldn't be alive anymore. And actually, m- most of the characters wouldn't even show. It would be about mostly Winona Ryder and these kids and, like, older Professor Baird just at the school. It would actually be mostly new cast of, well, that might be kind of annoying, a bunch of them. It's a bunch of old young kids, but that's always been my thing. Mm. And last note, last very important note, as we record this on November 29th, 2016, it is the 184th birthday of Louise May Alcott. She's the Google Doodle of the day. Yeah. So happy birthday, Louise May Alcott, even like, though you hated this piece of shit. I liked it on Twitter. I saw you being like, it would have been her 184th birthday. No, Bill, it wouldn't, because she'd be dead. See, <laughs> Nobody I, lives to 184. Just dead, it doesn't stop being your birthday. No, I know that, but I, it's not you. I always, <laughs> I always get annoyed with people when they're like, I, I it would be their 200th birthday. Well, I'm like, no, if they it were wouldn't have been, because they'd be dead as fuck Gosh, anyway. I totally, I swear to <laughs> The total opposite thing where it's you're always your birthday regardless if you're dead no i can I, I completely understand yeah. that i just completely say no, it, i don't even like it's their birthday been. Not, it it technically been. is her 184th birthday not would have been yeah it is it's always gonna be that date yeah that's um yeah yeah no you don't need the would have also because she gave joe her same birthday so it's also joe march's birthday and i have a literary crush in joe march so happy birthday fantasy girl who only lives in the hearts and minds of good people everywhere <laughs> That's why I love little women. Bill. Yes. What are we doing next time? I have absolutely no idea. <laughs> All right, that's fine. Well, my original idea was that I was going to do uh, Little Women 1933 starring uh, Catherine Hepburn. Mm-hmm. But then you surprised me with us doing this. And I am tempted, tempted to do Little Women next. Just as just on a lark to see, can we do two adaptations of the same thing in a row? But I think you might shoot yourself. I don't care. And even me, I think that you might know what? Be... I would actually prefer doing the old version than this one, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I seem to lean more we'll towards that. We'll figure it out because, uh, well, this is one of the things I want to do Christmas stuff this month, and I am such a Christmas nut that there has not been a lot of Christmas things that I am interested in seeing that I have not yet seen. Yeah. Because uh, even before we started recording, we were going over the list of Christmas stuff that's out there that I haven't seen before. I wanted to do Christmas Vacation last year, but you shot me down, so that's always open. Cool. Love Actually, just because I've heard so many people freak out about that, and you. Your wife likes Love La- Love Actually. No, she doesn't. She's, well, she's never, never seen, seen it. it. Yeah, she wants to see it with We'll me. figure out stuff. Yeah, we'll we, see We got two happens. weeks to figure it out, so. And, but, it, it, see, Christmas bells. I never get to surprise you with my picks. Yeah. So uh, you're going to surprise me. Well, I can't surprise you. Let me know I mean, the night before no, we no, no, record next. No, 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 shut up. Yeah. No, that does, that's, that's not going to work. Oh, no. Um, but I want to surprise you with a rec- on the recording because next time oh, for no. my episode in two weeks we're gonna do the Star Wars holiday special. Oh no! <laughs> oh, because I've never seen it. You know what? I've never actually sat down to watch the whole thing myself. I've seen clips. Mm, I've had people. I've seen clips as well. At my house, sit down and say, "Hey guys, we're gonna sit down and watch the Star Wars holiday special." I'm like, "Nah, <laughs> I, I'm the world's biggest Star Wars fan in the world, yeah. and even I've been like." I'll see you later. Yep, it looks fucking terrible, and I'm gonna hate every moment of it, but we're gonna sit through it. <laughs> oh, you know what? Then maybe, I mean, that opens up, because I, cause I was think, joking about holiday specials I could do, too, so if you can do a holiday special, I'll, 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 I'll forget yeah, stuff we'll for figure next week, something. or next episode, but the episode after next, whatever I choose, there's gonna be a lot of hate. <laughs> I love you. That's actually, that's actually, and that's gonna be the, la- that's gonna be the last Christmas episode of our, uh, yeah, the year, oh my god. That's, well, that's nice, because it's only an hour long, because we're always looking for short stuff to do, but... But it'll feel like five. Have you seen any clips from that or Yeah, anything? I've seen clips from it. there's some kind of questionable... Oh, thing. absolutely. There's, like, It a, looks like a, hot garbage spread all over a pile of if shit. If I remember, that's, like, a 
Well, it's not actually jerking off Wookie, but... We'll, no, it's we'll... it's the masturbating machine from Thanks 1138. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, God, it kind of... Uh, you know what the funny thing is? That's almost exactly what it is, though. Yeah. Because it's a Wookie, like, when the VR yeah. thing, and... Okay, <laughs> yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll talk about that in two yeah. weeks. But we'll come back next week when I figure out what the hell I'm doing. Uh-huh. That's going to be Christmas thing, whatever. If you guys have suggestions for stuff we can do for my episode next week, of course, that has to be something I haven't seen before. But if you guys have any ideas, uh, email us at... Tardy no, don't email us because I never check the email. Uh, Twitter at us at tardypodcast.com. Or Mudrin. At, or Mudrin or the Grumpy Turtle uh-huh. on Twitter. We're on all Hit those us things. up. Say what's up. Yeah. Say, well, little women, okay. <laughs> okay, that was. For all of. For the three people made it to the end of our Little Women episode. Yeah, <laughs> let us know what you want us to see uh, next. Yeah, there's a slim chance it could be uh, 1933 Little Women. We'll have to yeah, we'll figure out stuff. Out. So, yeah. We've yeah. got a little time before I have to record, so. Mm-hmm. But yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Yeah, thanks. To this gauntlet of Christmas joy. Oh, so much joy. Little. Yeah. I was sitting there watching it being like, man, I have to stop trying to do this at the last second. I'm... I need to, you know, I need to start the, for now, I need to start the movie as soon as we're done recording so I can stop it and leave for five minutes. Watch five minutes That's of a thing. movie, come back. I like to wait until the last minute to watch them just because I like to have the movie fresh in my mind. That's yeah. why sometimes if I watch something like way earlier in the week before we record, I'll just watch it a second time the yeah. night before just to make the memories fresh. Because you know me and my fucking memory. I can't it's remember shit. true. But yeah, it is nice to give yourself a little time so you're not like, oh my god, we have to like literally be recording in 12 hours. I need to finish yeah. this now. That's a bad situation to be yeah, in. Because then I yeah. can't take as detailed notes as I usually do. <sighs> That's true too. But yeah, thank, but, you, thank yeah. you so much for That's your holiday gift to me. Is that you it's gifted true. me the, the, my opportunity to blab about Little Women oh, for so, what, wait, when two is, hours. When does this one come out? This would be coming out December 7th. Wait, 7th? When's yes. your birthday? Uh, the fifth. So this is my birthday. Oh, you give me your it's birthday. It's your birthday. Gift. <laughs> it's not, technically, when this is there, this birthday, is Tom Waits' yeah. birthday. But hey, what are you gonna do? It's close enough. So, which bl- bill belated birthday on Twitter? I'm 32 years old. Oh, younger uh, than dun, me. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> it's okay. I'm 24. <sighs> not really. I'm old too. Still not as old as. Happy birthday to Louise A. Malcock. Just because you're dead doesn't mean it's not your birthday. Yep, so until next time, everybody, fill those holes with pop culture, and we'll see you next time for sad Star Wars. Well, not next time. Well, well next time we record, we yeah. record these two in a row. It's yeah, gonna be... you're going to be sad, probably. <laughs> oh, my. I need to... Whatever I choose, that has to be an antidote to the Star Wars holiday yeah. special. Okay, we'll see you guys right. next week. So long, everybody. Take care. They were no longer little girls. They were little women. <laughs>